Wait, what'd you say? I said the S20 is trash, but we could talk about it later. We could climb. Yeah, we're going to leave that in. We'll leave that in. I'll put that in. That's good. We're working just fine. Nah, but I could be. It's wild niggas on. I call, nigga, I call AT&T and I call Samsung. It's wild people having this issue. Yo, that's crazy. I had well, an iPhone with AT&T you for like my, the last you my, you decade. My, you, saw my, you saw my screen, right, Ant? Like, all those... Yeah. I got, nigga, I literally have right now... We can leave this shit in. Literally, right now, I have 125 messages waiting to download. Yo, but why why niggas keep buying new phones right now? Like, everybody buying new phones within the last month. Well, it's just why? because phones came out. That's why. That's really what it is. There's a new item came out, so you know how that is. Oh, I, the niggas have been buying iPhones too. <clears throat> like everybody I know, and iPhone gonna come out with a new phone, and uh, at least by September, October. Yep. But yeah. If I was if I, I want an iPhone, I want to bought one right now. Like I was waiting for the on the on the low. I was really waiting That's for how niggas the. Is moving. What's that shit? I'll be talking about Joe. That one plus phone, but then I saw the yeah. spec. I ain't really like it, so I was like, I'll just get the um, I'll just get the joint. I was gonna get the, I'll just get that. But I got three days. If it ain't, if I don't like it, I'm gonna get rid of it. Yeah, I, you might as well just get the hizzle like fizzle, it. y'all. Yeah, for now, man. I don't like that shit. Yeah, all right. You don't like the the phone to everybody that you know. He don't mean he don't like it. Like he like mean it. he not used to it. Like no, no, no. Well, no, no. You know what? You you absolutely right. It's not that I don't like the iPhone. It's yeah. just that I'm not used to it. And ain't the fam all a, on it though? You said. Yeah, I'm not a person that gets gets what everybody else gets. I've been a person that's been on Android forever, so I'm kind uh, of. I'm saying for way. like, if you you love your wife, you love your children. If they all on iPhones, <laughs> like how you how your group chat look, yo? Like, that yeah, yo, it'll yeah. fuck up a group chat, yo. Come on, aunt got I'm the only non-iPhone shit. I ain't gonna fuck. I've always had like my when I was at the NBA, my work phone was an iPhone. When I moved the, when I moved out of town and when you know, so move where I moved, my work phone was an iPhone. So I've always technically always had an iPhone. As a matter of fact, I just ordered my work iPhone now. You know what I'm saying? So my hey, phone. What's up, Cuzzo? You ain't always been trash. There you go. <laughs> it's a recent day. Yeah, you know I man. What's up? My personal phone has always been an Android phone. Like, I've never personally had an iPhone or whatever. Yeah, ain't always all the way been trash. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, you should at least get the worst thing. Like, you should at least get, like, I don't know, they got the cheap drone coming out. Just have a second phone that you can actually chat with your, with your family, do- like, correctly. The funny shit is, I, I, when, I, when I got this S20, and we'll start in a minute, everybody. Yeah, listening. When I, when I first got the S20, I turned in. Cause my when I moved to a when I switched carriers, they gave me two free phones. So my son and my daughter, they I mean sorry, my son and my wife, they got iPhones. So their iPhones, I was damn into. you mad sexist, yo. You look at your wife like your daughter, my nigga. Nah, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, moved, uh, I'm, I knew y'all was gonna say that. I, I took I took my son's iPhone. You know, you turn the shit in the Best Buy and get the new yeah. shit out. Get the bill lowered and all that, but all that shit. But right now, what you're listening to is the Better Than You pod. You listen to us riff them and, and will rather me really complain about the S20. Samsung, y'all got to get that shit right, man. Everybody shouldn't have issues with group text and aside, but everybody else having group text. But you all listening to the Better Than You pod, the quarantined Better Than You pod for the, mo- <laughs> for the most part. Coming to you, uh, we are recording live on a Tuesday, March 24th. 
uh, let's go around the room real quick because there's a lot of stuff that we got to get into. And I always say that, but there's really, truly a lot of stuff that we got to get into. And a lot, I feel there's like a lot of um, important and deep stuff that'll that'll really reach some people and really help some people out. But let's go around the room real quick. B, what's good? Everything is good, man. Chilling. Where you got that? Um, not Benny and not um, what's the what's my man's name? Voice. Hey yo, <laughs> yo. Uh, yeah. up. <laughs> me? What's good with me? Shit, man, I'm chilling, man. This is on what the the second day of week two of me working from home and shit, saving that gas, saving Word. that money on eating out and shit. Just be like in the crib. Cooking a little bit, snacking a little bit, a lot of phone calls and like fucking FaceTime with motherfuckers and shit. You know what I mean? Just trying to stay connected to the outside world and whatnot, but also like chilling. You know what I'm saying? A lot of MSNBC and CNN on the TV and shit, missing the sports. But yeah, man, we're going to get into all of that. But I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Joe's lying. He ain't doing nothing up there but frying baloney. We heard you earlier before we started. And what's happening? I ain't baloney, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm good. I'm just out here like everybody else trying to duck this roni, doing the best I can for the people out here in the streets, trying to get, you know, yeah, everyone's health insurance sorted out, they medical, they money, they whatever. We're just trying to do the best we can, but this shit's wild. It's it's, 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 it's going places I never thought it'd go. Okay, would you like to elaborate on we? Never mind. Yo, so we want to start on a high note. <laughs> start on a high note coming out of the weekend. It is Tuesday, as we said, we've been recording. But we came out of the weekend on a high note. The uh, the TR-808, if you don't know, I'm aging myself, but the TR-808 D-Nice, you know what I'm saying, started the weekend off right. Is there something that he's been doing actually prior to Friday? He had been doing it the five days prior to Friday. Uh, he had called it, what, the quarantine party? So Saturday night, the entire IG Live, his IG Live took off. And we were all tuned in. We all were in the club. We all were able to be a part of something special. And even though this is crazy times, this is un- uncharted waters in terms of us, uh, this generation per se, we were able to experience something in terms of hip-hop, R&B, that we've never really experienced before in this digital age. And it was just a party of Basically, D-Nice filling up, to quote Swiss, filling up a stadium full of people in a club all together. Man. And I know, but go ahead. Let's talk about it. Man, listen. Yo, you gassing it up. All I know is this bum-ass yep. nigga that DJ, like, D-Nice and shit. Some niggas know who he is. Apparently, he, he nice and, like, he one of the most efficient niggas ever, whatever, whatever. I mean, I heard of the nigga, but... You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really up, totally, totally up on how nice the nigga was. So I'm chilling. I'm bored. This nigga Brian, like, yo, D-Nice Instagram is live. I'm like, word. This shit. Then he said it again or something like that. Maybe he didn't say it again. Maybe I was just that bored that I wouldn't actually check the shit. And then I went to D-Nice shit. Yo, shit was popping. Had a couple thousand people just on his live. He there. You know, he doing his DJ shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I do a little investigation. See, he's been doing it for a couple of days, calling it homeschool, the club quarantine and shit. And then it was just the music was so good, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, dude, like, one of the legendary DJs and shit. And it was, just the, it was just the place to be, just for the music alone. Like, the music alone was the shit, you know what I'm saying? 
but you just had all these different like verified accounts on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like hell, like damn near everybody that's black and famous was on that shit with some random white oh. folks and like about half the people that ran for president that didn't make that <laughs> in the Democratic Party and shit. That was on the big stage. Yep. Yeah, and I mean it was just crazy. Now I forget how many folks was in there when when, when Brian first put me on. Uh, I think he was somewhere between ten and fifteen. So that was a big thing. He's creeping up to twenty. And yeah. Shit, but it, it is, but the shit went on for hours and hours, and it was like Oprah Instagram account. Yeah, like just just fuck it. It was just crazy how many folks like they digital accounts. How many people from the Instagram was checking out D Nice's live. He's just playing music, but you know, motherfuckers is that bored and the shit was that live that it was the place to be. And it was it was it was like countless celebrities. Even Michelle Obama's popped up in there. Mike Mark Zuckerberg and shit went to like a hundred K, hundred thousand. And over a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, Shaka well, Khan, Janet Jackson, well, Michelle Obama, Ellen, well, Bernie, well, Elizabeth Gaydro. Oh. Yeah, but now nah, that night it went to like about a hundred thousand or so. And the shit was the crazy. Night. Yeah. That that Saturday night went to like a hundred thousand. And when uh when I went to his page, I followed him off the rip. I didn't I didn't I wasn't following him, but of course that, I saw shit live, the shit was I had to Made follow. it easier, yeah. Yeah. So it's like when I followed him, I think he had either two hundred and thirty something thousand followers or maybe three hundred and twenty something thousand followers, something like that. It was somewhere around the quarter mil. But um after the live of that Saturday night was, I heard they went to like 160, 170, 180 the next night. And the next thing I know, I checked the dude followers today, he had one point five million and shit. So hundred percent. Yeah, so he fucking so I mean, you know, shout out to shout out to D Nice. You know what I'm saying? I, do you know him, Alex, or have you ever had I don't know. him? I don't know him personally, but I mean, for all the for all the heads that understand. His name is D Nice. Yeah, exactly. Name is D Nice. Uh, yeah. D Nice was the young DJ of uh, Boogie Down Productions, headed up by Kara Swan. Go ahead, B. Nah, I mean, I, I really don't have anything. It, Joe said it exactly how that shit happened. Be honest with you, I was, you know what I mean, like, cause it was light, it was light hype. It wasn't even no real hype when when I right. first got on there, even when Joe first got on there. You know what I mean? It was just me telling my man, like, yo, this shit's alright. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it was like fifteen, twenty thousand people listening to some shit. So the shit and the shit was popping, like, you know what I mean? It was real club shit. Then the game started to be, how many people gonna come? You know, and then the game became who is going to come and it just started getting it just started upgrading and upgrading. And it just became Oprah and and um, Mrs. Obama, you know, what I'm saying first lady. And it was like like niggas was just popping in there with names and shit. And he was nice just out there shouting them out and yeah. then playing his music. Yo. And, and it just, you know, we weren't doing nothing else. So, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I appreciate it because I like to see. Something that's just organic, turn into something like, look, I don't got nothing else to do. Normally, I'd be DJing to X amount of people, but because of social distancing, this is all I can do. And watch something that's just simply organic that he probably didn't expect anything from grow into what it could be. And like I said, I, I remember speaking on that Sunday that 
He had New York. He had New York Times write-ups. He had Time Out magazine write-ups. He had, you know, a lot of the uh, late night uh, uh, co late night hosts have been doing things via social media. So he was on Jimmy Fallon. He was on CBS News with Gail. And so we already talked about who was in there: Janet Jackson, Michelle Obama, Ellen DeGeneres, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Drake. Everybody stopped by that night, and for one moment. A hundred and well, two hundred thousand people was all in one club, and we were all vibing. I watched how I got onto it was I saw one of my friends that were having a Zoom with twenty other people watching him. So it be it really became a digital party, and probably more than like more I should say more like a futuristic party. You know who knows where we're going at it right now, but wow. that's what it was. so it was just really it was really I was really excited to see something organic. And something innocent that was with probably no expectation, because as Joe said, like D Nice, a lot of people don't even know him from what his origins to what he is now. And you know, saying something that he just started organically. Yeah, he's super hip hop, like you know what I'm saying. You yeah, gotta be super he's hip-hop super. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hit it on the head. He's super hip hop, like the essence of what hip hop is in terms of the crew that he comes from in, in the Bronx and everything. Um, and it was called Quarantine Party, and it did start a um, – actually, you know what? I just saw that um, – shout out to Joe. He just hit me with the joint. D-Nice is starting a couch party uh, voter registration live set that's going to be that's happening great. Wednesday, March 25th, starting at 6.30 p.m. And it's called Couch Party. He calls his original joints that we've been looking at called Quarantine Party, but this is going to be called a When We All Vote Couch Party. So, uh, excuse me, a voter – registration live set that's going to be wednesday march 25th starting at 6 30 and that was one of the things that i that i spoke about i even put it as a note in his live like yo where are the advertisers because everybody is at home like this is a spot that he should be getting advertising for and i'm just that's just my marketing mind like he should be people should be looking to him to help monetize what they can what they have right now because you literally have the biggest artist in everybody in I the mean, world now looking this at this one him. if you look at the caption is he's he's teaming up with Michelle Obama and when we all vote and so, you know what I'm saying like so I mean he's he he clearly made connections I mean they yeah, well yeah. All, all they had to do is see that he has a network to something yeah you know what I mean so yeah yeah and like Joe said he was at like what 200 or 300,000 now he's at 1.5 million like I just I just, uh, for me, and I'm just, maybe I'm overly hype about it, but I don't feel that I am. Like, you know, he's just from the era, and I'm just, I just like seeing how hip hop is being able to grow and mature in 2020. And we were listening, well, I'd rather, I was listening to d I'm pretty sure maybe you guys were familiar. Oh, yeah. 86, 87, 88, 89, and we talked about 2020. And I even in our group chat, I say, "Yo, D Nice is the best DJ in the country right now, followed by Cassidy." Shout you out to said Cassidy. that, I, I, yeah, because you know. yeah, I, I was aware, I was aware of what he was, I was aware of what he was. Doing. Oh no, I'm I'm super aware of D Nice, but there's some super nice DJs out here. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. in terms of, I was thinking about like how on the level he is. He's okay. Already stuff for that's what I was really talking about. The levels oh, that he. But salute to um, D Nice. We just wanted to start on a good note and a happy note. But some shit that we was really hyped about and really what trended down. I don't well, I don't want to say trended down because there were other couple of DJs that would may have been doing it, but at the same time as him. But he was the one that popped. I saw 50 and Spin King. I saw um 
I was actually really into um, Quest Love's joint because I know he just has a warehouse full of records. So I watched his for a while. Easy Mo B. It was mad boring though. Come after yeah, that. Yeah, I turned, I turned yeah, on Quest pretty quick. That shit was so loud. Like, yeah, and normally Quest would be like, oh shit, Quest Love was live doing shit. Nah, yo, I just came for the D Nice party, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna say this, yo, my birthday tomorrow, I wasn't gonna do shit. I will be at the couch party at 6:30, like immediately. You know what I'm saying? For that shit, I'm gonna be drunk too. That's something I ain't do since I've been quarantined. I ain't been drinking. I'm gonna get drunk tomorrow. But anyway, uh, keep going. Yeah, yeah, nah. And like I was saying, Quest Love, um, DJ Scratch, Easy Moby. And Spin King 50, I saw a whole, a whole bunch of people. And if I'm pretty sure if anybody's looking at their Instagram, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more traffic now. I'm pretty sure at some point in time, you've noticed your your favorite music uh, person, uh, excuse me, per, favorite personality, favorite musician, favorite rapper, favorite pop star. They have all been on live because they're simply quarantined in a sense because they're more than likely in a major city like New York or L.A. where they have to stay inside. So the only way they can contact people is through social media. So it's been interesting to really just to watch the entire social media aspect impact that people have to work from home or having to be inside. How it's having an impact on the entertainment industry, even though we understand that is a small, minute process in, 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 in terms of what is really going on in the real world and how people are being affected. Um, and you know what? One of the funny things, before I move on, one of the funny things that I saw D-Nice do, he did it twice that Saturday night where he was on fire. He gave two shout-outs to uh, R.I.P. Kenny Rogers, who passed away at 81 years old. And you know what? I rocked out to it. Like, I didn't feel like it was out of out of balance or out of, out of you know, out of sequence. Like, I felt like, okay, he was right in line, and he made that shit rock. Like, I felt comfortable him giving his... uh his um uh, Kenny Rogers um his Kenny Rogers uh uh big ups and you know rest in peace and all that. Why? Yeah, my fuckers gave Kenny Rogers shout outs mostly because they was probably at home drunk and they was like, oh shit nigga I just heard whatever now I'm hearing Kenny Rogers it's crazy you know what I'm saying R.I.P. Kenny Rogers you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas thought he was dead you know what I'm saying. <laughs> shit, he threw that shit on twice yo I I was like yo this nigga did it twice. Yeah, I mean, man. by then it was it was it was a diverse crowd, you know. Yeah, yeah that's why I said the crowd grew, and like I, I think I mentioned to you guys, we didn't. My wife didn't catch the live part of it, so for what was that? That Sunday, she played literally. I had to hear the seven hours, or at least the seven to seven hours over again of his entire set. But I too. didn't bother I me. Had it, to. It, was hot. To. it was It was dope. Yeah. It was dope. So everybody, go ahead, look up D Nice, follow D Nice. Uh, I don't think he was on tonight, but uh, as we said, he is going to be on Wednesday for a uh, house party for uh, when we all vote and uh, teaming up with uh, Michelle Obama and when we all vote, which I think is dope. And again, I just appreciate how hip hop is growing. Um, there was a lot of new music. I mean, you know what? There was not a lot of new music, but there was a lot of impact from music that came out on Friday. Uh, uh, leading the way was the weekend and after hours, which an hour I did not. Listen to, so I'm gonna leave that. I don't know if you, Joe, listen to it, or even if B got a chance to listen to it, because I know you was busy this weekend. Did anybody get a chance to listen to it? Get a chance to listen to what? I'm sorry. I hear uh, a noise. Yeah, I don't know. I, didn't hear, I, I wasn't paying attention either. Like, this, uh, what, what did you say? 
the weekend after hours. Uh, oh, I ain't listen to that shit. <laughs> you know what? Um, I definitely plan to. Yeah, I plan shit. to. I plan to like three times like already, oh, yeah. but I just had better shit to do. Like, yeah, I ain't been in the mood. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny about that is I actually, when I was planning on that shit, I actually found this other chick, new chick, you know what I'm saying, named Chica. Um, C-H-I-K-A. Yeah. And she real dope, y'all. Her album is dope, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, she short. Put on, I don't the album. I know she, I saw, I put her, um, what's that, that tiny desk? I put, uh, yeah, her tiny desk was I. Right. But, you know, I think that might have been what made me check her album out. But her album mm-hmm. just came out. And um, it's only seven songs, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? I probably listened to it like 15, 20 times, though. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't even get a chance to listen to it. I just saw that yeah, time. It's like, I mean, it's all right to me, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just gonna put her out there. I got weekends still sitting there, not doing shit. I do, too. Yeah, but other than that, like, that's where I'm at with it. Shout out to D-Nice. You got, you got bumped for D-Nice this weekend. You'll be all right. Travis um, yeah. Gambino, I, I believe he dropped on a Friday, but it was on his personal uh, website, and then it disappeared, and then I saw that he put it out yesterday in full length, his album called 31520, which references March 15, 2020. And I saw that that full album length is now available on all DSPs, I didn't get a chance to listen to oh, it because I just saw it. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. I just saw that it was available. When, when is just, yo? You like, like right now? Oh, probably right before. Uh, probably about maybe an hour and a half ago. I saw it was available. Oh, oh it's all white. Because <laughs> remember, like I asked about it. I asked yeah. about it. Yeah, it was on the website. All right, nah, man. I, f- I mean, I fuck with Childish Gambino. Like, I remember when I found out the nigga. I used to watch this show Community and shit when he was on that shit. On NBC. Mm-hmm. Then when I found out the nigga rap, then I obviously was like, oh, I'll fuck with the Let me see. And the shit was kind of trash. He was trying to do his right, little Drake same. impersonation, little Lil Wayne impersonation kind of shit. And it was kind of goofy. And uh, But then he, like, you know, found his lane. I remember when he dropped his first album, Camp. And it was like, yo, it's not like it didn't have an authentic feel of, like, the Drake shit or, like, a rapper that was, like, always kind of a rapper to niggas. But... It was good. Then, like, then we got experimental with his shit. And, uh, nah, man, I like it when a nigga rap, when he sing. He got his own voice. He real creative and shit. Real thinker. So, I mean, I can't wait to actually listen to this shit. I, I, I could have listened. I could have went to the website and just tracked the bitch down online. But uh, streaming got Niggas don't lazy. do that no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I wasn't doing that, bro. But, nah, I can't wait. I'll probably listen to that shit after we pod, yo. Well, before, before you go, B. I find it interesting, Joe, that you found him as, because as you said, you found him as an actor before you found him as a rapper, whereas I found him as a rapper before I found him out as an actor. I just You had to be here today, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, 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 I've watched Community and all the nerdy shit, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. You had to just be into it. You know okay, I mean? so you found him out as a, you found him too as an actor. I knew he, I knew he was an actor. I, and then when I heard Childish Gambino, I didn't really know that make he was the, the same person because yeah, because I didn't while. make it either acting standpoint. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know either until I don't know how I found out. I figured it out, but it, it, I didn't make the exact connection either. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I think it was. I think it was like no, I with me that like kind of said that was. Like, that. I'm like, what are you doing? What? And I just went, like, I'm trash. I was a trash mixtape, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. just liked him so yeah, it wasn't much great. as, like, yeah. an actor 
and like a personality that I was like, I'm trying to like his music. Kind of like when like Kanye shit. I, I like Kanye so much as like a producer that when like different like tracks from like his demos or whatever kind of got released before he like secured the deal with Rockefeller and did like college rap. I was listening to Kanye demo shit, which was better than Childish Gambino shit How about by a mile. By a mile, but it was still like I, you standing next to Jay, Cam, fuck yeah, shit, and fuck you, nigga. But well, he like, was doing was, some cool shit though. Like if you if you put it in a separate box, it was some yeah, cool it was some shit. different shit. Yeah, I, I liked it, man. Yeah, but now it was kind of like the same. It feels like I like this person so much. It's like whatever they doing that. Oh, they doing something different. Let me see if I can like it and support. You know, and I actually bought shit. I was getting. I was just. Like illegally downloading hella shit, but I bought Kanye's projects. So I mean, I like the respect and shit. Not all ambitious, but at least the early ones. But, yeah. <laughs> well, um, another, and I'm only going to talk about it in single format because it just dropped, but it's a group that we all appreciate, you know, with one of our favorite female um, new artists on the scene. It was Division, Snow Allegra, and us. Don't tell niggas I appreciate this vision. How about to say, hold on, first you saying niggas appreciate Snow Allegra and niggas trash yeah. me for putting out Snow I was about to say, y'all don't appreciate Snow Allegra? Oh, I do. Niggas no. trash me. We voted her number one. Joe, Joe didn't have, Joe had a problem with that. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Number one, I don't know number one. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, no, I think one, she was. Though. She was. Cause there's a pretty picture of her. She it was, was the album. Was. It was R&B album, because that was, cause that was shit, because I really deferred to y'all. Joe probably still never heard it, y'all. No, I listen. <laughs> I listen, but... Uh, <laughs> I listen. But, um... No, I ain't think you heard it. Nah, nah, nah. nah I, I fuck, nah, I fucks with Shorty. I forget what she looked like, because she like a nondescript, pretty, like, mixed chick to be, or whatever, light-skinned chick, whatever she is. Like, man, I, I don't know what the fuck she... I, I forget what she looked like. She cloned uh, Sade. She cloned Sade. She, yeah. Okay, so that's what she had, yeah. I mean, but nah, she's very pretty. Um, She can sing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think she's on maybe like the borderline of mainstream, really. She's still All right, but back to, but back to Alex. That's the song? Her, um, yeah. yeah, it was just a song that, that with the, the, the mixture of Division and their production, and we love what they do. Uh, I think, they, if I'm not mistaken, they're on OVO. Am I, am, yeah, am I right? no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's Drake Cleveland's song. Yeah, yeah, they don't be and they make dope music. I mean, this is not their first. This is not our first introduction to them. But you know, the collaboration between Division and Snow Allegra was really what attracted me to it immediately. It's like I gotta hear this, and it's a dope single. Their album comes out April seventeenth. Um, we'll okay. Be, we'll be talking about some more, but I can't wait for a Division. I listen album. to a lot of Division albums. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's a collector. Don't care. I almost bought they almost bought one of their vinyls because the shit looked dope and I liked the music, but I ain't like it enough to keep listening to them like constantly because I kind of I don't know. Part of me is like I do like certain niggas, uh, certain people who make music who ain't never gonna be famous. I, I listen to their shit, but I kind of care more for the folks I know it's gonna like kind of pop. Like this is so dope, it's undeniable it's gonna pop. Division ain't never gonna be nobody. I think Snow Allegra is more famous than them niggas, but. Um, <laughs> No, Snow Lake was more famous than niggas. Nah, yeah. No, she is. And, and, and Joe's right. Like, and, and Division probably will not pop because they stay low kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's good music, though. I'm going like it's not. And, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, shout out to party next door. He was at a D nice party. I seen nigga there. Yeah, he yeah. Kinda, I heard yeah, he was kind of low, but he was he, he was making a little noise, letting niggas know he was there. You know what I mean? Shout out to play his music. <laughs> nah. Where, but uh, like, I, if you wasn't in there, you was trash. I'm sorry. You Jim Jones wasn't. was in there. He was smashed. He was, he was drunk. He wanted to fight and shit. Play no um dips at anthem. I was mad about that. I thought he missed the opportunity, but it, it is what it is. Your man's but, um, kiss was there. Your man's kiss was yeah, there. Yeah. Got it. He got his shit off. He got a shout out. He got a song. Yeah, I think it's right. <laughs> I think it's right back. Shot card or some shit. Like, but yeah, no, I was lit. We gonna talk about D night shit a lot, man. Club quarantine yeah. jumper. They getting this whole fucking uh, world of insanity and shit. Word. Um, a couple of artists. I know. Um, shout out to Anthony Hamilton. I mean, he. <laughs> shit, shit was born. <laughs> Fuck that, nigga. Yeah. Man, that nigga said that shit was trash. I had to go to beat that shit. Yeah, what the fuck was that nigga talking about, guy? My man Elliot, who manages, <laughs> manages Anthony Hamilton. It was just in the middle. Fuck Elliot, too. He should have said, don't do that shit. Uh, it, 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 it was just crazy in the middle of a D-Nice set on Friday to Saturday that Anthony Hamilton got lost. Erica Badu, I love you, but I really didn't, I didn't understand. Charging everybody to uh, to go to whatever uh, site that was to um to bad niggas paid. I, I don't know. Yo, honestly, yo, to see how much how many people paid with a buck. Honestly, I figure like if you ask about dude, man, put up a PayPal, yo, and be like, yo, this shit free. If you want to donate, donate. I know mad yeah. niggas probably would have sending like five dollars or twenty dollars or or just nothing on the live. But I think yeah. they probably made more bread like that. Being like, yo, it's hard to have an artist, yo, put up your PayPal. Niggas fuck with on the strength. I would have, if everybody do was on the live and she was like, yo, got this. On the strength, I probably would have put up like $5 or a dollar too. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But that shit, I was not going to go through the protocols of doing some other random shit to give a dollar at one o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Used to do whatever the fuck. Fuck that shit, yo. Word up, 100%. Not after, and again, and I think I put it in our group chat, not after what I just got from D-Nice. I love you, Erica, but I don't need you right now. Yeah, like, nobody I, can get my money after that. Go back to that D-Nice on live and repeat. Yeah, D-Nice put up a PayPal right now and said, not PayPal, Cash App, whatever the fuck, any of them shit. Go right. fuck shit. I would, I'd give D-Nice a buck or two on the street. You might have nigga. to, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, before I would give Eric Badu, I'm hitting his shit. Dead ass. Yeah, man. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure that if you, your favorite artist, you should probably check their um, IG, their Twitter, or whatever. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more artists trying to do free concerts. No disrespect, Eric Badu, but to give us some free concerts and things and free shows and stuff like that online where we can all enjoy and stuff like that. But y'all, again, I'm going to just keep reiterating. If you're not following the United States, trash. I'm sorry. But, you know, I, I, I'll say this, though. I will say this. Like, that shit is real, like, entertainment. And um, Erica's shit, if it wasn't, if it, was, it wasn't at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, it, like, on the day I had to work, you know what I'm saying? It was. You're right. I, I, I might have, like, checked it. And I don't want knock her too much for even charging that buck. It's just kind of, like, weird, whatever fucking site you're using. Like, I don't know. Like, I figured if, if you donated, she would have been better because I think she would have got the bread regardless. But yep. I'm not going to fuck on trying to make bread because... I'm pretty sure she might have broke bread with whoever the fuck was there doing the music with her. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Yeah, whatever, man. But I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, yo. I just look like, compared to what we just got from D Nice. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and what that when what that meant. I feel like the, and, and when this is when this shit is all over, let's just say, let's hopefully say, three anywhere from two to three, two to six months from now, hopefully sooner. I feel like everything that D Nice did for free is gonna pay off for him in the long run. By far, it's already paying off on that. Oh, he is like Michelle Obama. Well, but he already, he already was. Travel. He said he already did shit for Michelle and them. So, yeah. but I'm just saying, as a DJ, being able to travel everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Being yeah. on Jimmy, being all these other places, being on good uh, CBS Morning News, he's going to become the number one. He already was the number one DJ in my mind, but he's going to become the it DJ that people are going to just request no matter what. And his name is just going to ring bells. Like we said, he went from 200 to 300,000 followers to 1.5 in, in the last two days. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is, and I'm not faulting anybody. Shout out Erica. Erica is a queen. She's one of the people that if she came to your town, you are willing to pay for her to go watch her because she will give you a show. So we're not we're not definitely um, shouting, you know, being down on nobody. It was just the fact that. D nice just set the bar so high that I don't just don't give a shit. I just I'm just on it like that. Um the damn Rona. We started out talking about it a little bit. I know Ant was giving a little bit of background, some shit that might have been going on uh at his facilities and where he's been at and things like that. But we have seen that six nine, uh, from a music standpoint, as people locked up, uh six nine has been requesting to be released early. So that he does not catch the corona. It has been running rampant on records. And we also saw Harvey Weinstein has now been tested positive for the Rona. We hope you get well, Harvey, because we don't think you should go out like that. <laughs> We're just not like that. <laughs> and I'm saying I'm saying that. Um, we don't even need to elaborate. We don't even need to really elaborate on that anymore. Um but you know what? Let's get into the coronavirus and everything that's been happening because everything, something seems to happen every single day, every single hour, every single minute. Um, I know we have a list and I might be in order right now, but this is just what's in front of me right now. So right now, a lot of us, those of you who may be listening to us, you may be at a shelter in, in a shelter in home state. Um, basically, as of March 22nd, most states have been a shelter in state. Um, I will say I will say Atlanta, excuse me, Alaska, uh, California was the first state to, to shelter in as of 2018. Alaska, uh, let's see, Colorado has a few counties. Their biggest counties, Denver, Boulder, Pitkin. Connecticut is a full state shelter in. Delaware is a full state shelter in. Hawaii, Illinois. Indiana, Louisiana, uh, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Washington State, West Virginia, and Wisconsin are all shelter in states. Uh, where I'm at right now in North Carolina, only uh, Mecklenburg County, which is basically Charlotte, is a shelter in. Uh, Philly has a couple of counties. Um, excuse me. Pennsylvania has a couple of counties. I just shout out Philly being the biggest one. Tennessee has a few that's sheltering. Texas has a few that's sheltering, including San Antonio, Dallas, and Austin, uh, Kansas. They have St. Louis, Kansas City. I'm sorry, Missouri has uh, St. Louis, Kansas City, a bunch sheltered in. Kansas has a few sheltered in. Uh, Georgia was some, you know, where B is right now. 
only Atlanta is a shelter in uh, city right now in in the, in the state of Georgia. So just talking about it, uh, and actually before I go to you know just release it to everybody else to speak. As of Monday, and I know we're we're recording on a Tuesday, but as of Monday, thirty three thousand four hundred fifty three people have been detected with the coronavirus in the United States. Four hundred have died. Eighty percent of the deaths in the United States have been sixty five years or older. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if I put it in a group chat or not. Today we had our first. Uh, and I'm not celebrating this, even though my voice may be up. We had our first 19 and under uh, death from the coronavirus. I believe the child was 11 who passed. How many people you said passed as of Monday? As of Monday, 400 in the United States of America. Well, as of today, it's like uh, it's it's over 700. And uh, the cases is about 53,000. So I'm glad that you gave that old information from yesterday just so I could say the shit today. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it for real, for real, because that, like, yeah. really show, like. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like, I'm glad you did like that, because it showed, like, 20, you know, like, 20,000 more and, like, fucking be over 700 yeah, for the first let's time. Let's be real. Like, the thing is, like, the biggest issue right now is. And you could look at the maps. They have internet interactive maps on stay, um, on on time.com. And I think New York Times and on Wall yep. Street Journal has them. But time.com is a really good one. Mm-hmm. If you look in the south, like it's almost like none of the states have the coronavirus. You go through right. Mississippi, Alabama, and you know what I mean? Like a lot of well, these Arkansas, a lot of these cases, all the conservative states. While you're looking at a state like New York, New York. and now... Yeah. So, I mean, because there's more because they're testing more. So if you're going to if you're going to test more, then you're going to have more positive results. You know, like that's just one. Um, that's just really what was, was happening as far as that goes. That's why a lot of these southern states are on zeros because these conservative governors were falling <coughs> in line with Donald Trump. You know what I mean? And so they weren't taking that shit serious. And so, I mean, I. You're going to look at states like New York. Um, Cuomo has been our de facto president mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's been doing his thing because he's the one testing. So there's going to be a lot more negative. For, there's going to be a lot more positive test results there for the coronavirus. Yeah, and we'll, we'll definitely get into the uh, um, Cuomo in terms of uh, Trump in a, <laughs> in a moment. But yeah, you absolutely you absolutely right, B. You know what I'm saying? New York obviously and and if you saw and if you saw it, I think I have the numbers right here. So right now, and I and I got off of one of those sites you you um you mentioned, B. Like New York has twenty five twenty five thousand six hundred and sixty five cases. And then the second biggest is New Jersey. Jersey which is basically people coming off of New York, they have three thousand six hundred and seventy five and then California's third with 2,494, and then Washington being fourth with 2,221. And new cases per day, you know, New York is doing 4,790, New Jersey 831, and 
California through 361. And the total deaths, 210 for New York, 44 for Jersey, 50 for California. And then fourth, not necessarily in fourth place, but uh, Washington State with 110 deaths. And there's a top 10. I don't know. Maybe we'll share it or maybe we won't. But you can, you know, B already gave the websites. Yeah, B gave the websites that you can go to to really look at this, um, excuse me, information. But. I'm just looking at the top four at the moment, New York, New Jersey, California, in terms of total cases, total new cases per day, and then total deaths. Those are the top in the uh, in the state. Louisiana actually has uh, 46 deaths, which is bigger than New Jersey, which is larger than New Jersey. I'm just yeah, we're nah. keeping the deaths low, nigga, but we got the cases up here, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> coming, I mean, nigga. for now though, like you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. If you're really testing, yeah. you'll see. Regular yeah. County lit up here, yo. They lit. I seen the mayor, a teenage. Fuck, well, you like a bum ass nigga. Like she be working in like a fucking, I don't know, like one of them like chicken shacks or something. But he was talking about how they fucked up in teenage and shit. I think it was an Arab nigga or something like that. But um, yeah, man. Right. And there's been a lot of deaths in Italy. Like it's been crazy since yeah. the last time we were on, and their their deaths are rising by the moment. And a lot of it. And let's just be clear. Their culture is different from ours. When they greet each other, they kiss on the cheek, whether it be both cheeks or one cheek. And 95% of their deaths are people who are 68 and above. So it seems to, it seems, and I really want to stress, seems to be attacking, excuse me, attacking the uh, elderly community. But that does not mean, and I'm, and I'm really specifying this because looking at some of the scenes we've seen from Miami Beach, of, of uh, a lot of spring breakers still spring breaking, quote unquote, because they don't think they can get it. It just appears that way. You are still susceptible to get it as well, a young. Well, I mean, they been getting. I mean, it. I mean, the shit. I mean, <clears throat> you're gonna talk about why niggas really die in Italy like that. The motherfuckers don't have these ventilators, man. The, 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 I saw that. Yeah, I was that, that's the main that. reason. Like we heard like two weeks ago. They I was on the news on the news and they were like, yo, they said the shit's in there. It, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> fucking hospitals up in there looking like mash or some shit, nigga. Motherfuckers is like, yo, we ain't got it. Like, we're like a crazy fucked up trauma unit and shit. And it's like, yo, who we gonna save? This one or this one? You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of folks are dying because they don't have the capability to like treat everybody. So they letting a lot of them old motherfuckers die. You know, gotta rest their soul. But like you said, the culture is probably another reason why it spread the way it spread. But yeah, don't don't get that shit twisted, cause I mean, I guess we might get in. I guess we get into it whatever a little later and shit. But these supplies is like in like yeah. really yeah. high demand and really shitty fucking supply. But, I mean, uh, us us, us, us right as a now. country, well, us as a country have been have have been um, competing with the world in order to get supplies. And Cuomo gets on TV every day and says he's competing with other states to get supplies. It's tough. You know what I mean? Like it's it's getting tough to to get the type of food and ingredients and shit you need. You know what I mean? Like people first are hoarding, but then there's necessary things, and people are grabbing those as well. And you know these these large facilities need these things in order to take care of the numbers of people that they need to to take care of. And that's why a lot of very intelligent people have been saying, well, let's nationalize. Some of, I mean, all that's all Trump really would have to do is just follow what FDR did uh, during World War II. You know what I mean? All you got to do is nationalize these companies. You get people back to work 
but you get them back to work creating the things. Okay, so, so to change their assembly lines, have them start creating the things that we need to have a sufficient society and a healthy society, like these masks that they say, say the N95 sure. masks. Okay, you get those. You get you, you get the hospital beds. You know what I mean? There's things that we need, and and you know what I mean they, they've been. My, I, I've read Miami Data just had to create a hospital um, uh, down on Miami Beach or some shit like that. Like they they did one of those. Um, that was that just happened. Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, Cuomo turned the Javits into uh, into a hospital, if I'm not mistaken. But I mean. But the, that's the type of shit that needs to happen, though, guys. And they need to start creating this shit, and we need to get it going so that we can actually have a, a bunch of people. If Trump really wants to turn turn this country back on, and he said he wants to back back by um, Easter, he said that what about an hour ago, Joe, something like that. Yeah, yeah. he said that. Yeah, early, he yeah. said he, yeah, he said he wanted it back by Easter. If he really wants that to happen, and against all medical advice, then at least. Start nationalizing some of this shit and get these people the stuff that they need so that they can function in a society like that. Well, they did right, send the Army Corps of Engineers to like different states so they could set up stuff like turning and um, making a Jacob Javits like a makeshift like uh, 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 yeah. Well, actually, no. I think but you understand really, that's they, not him that does it though. Well, no, nah, yeah. the governors. That's no, what he did no, about he, it. Well, no, nah, he did that. Um, Trump, he sent the Army Corps of Engineers or whatever, and um, they're doing that at Jacob Javits and some other places. And I think they're well, going to use the, those to like actually treat people that aren't the COVID-19 folks. No, okay. But, I mean, it is Trump, and he's the president, so I guess we have to attribute it to him. But it actually takes, in order to get the Army Home Corps of Engineers, like, the, like um, these states, the governors have been doing, it takes the governors to request those. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah he hasn't nationalized any of this shit. He hasn't sent anybody out. So none of the stuff that he's done has been proactive. It's all been reactive from things that people have asked him to do or requested of him. A lot of which he, he said no. So, I mean, if that's if that's an argument, then you can go there. But other than that, yeah, no, it's the governors that have really been running this show so far. And I, and I, I, I want to stop right here and I want to pause for a moment because I really want to talk about um, I really want to talk about our children. In this moment, I really want to talk about our children, and and I know there were a lot of things that I expressed that, um, and I, and, well, I'm not even gonna say that, but it, a lot of things that I expressed that my son was expressing in terms of not understanding and how he's even looking at it, and how he's consuming information in this quote-unquote information age like he's just looking at youtubes he's watching news profusely i actually spoke to him maybe about a, uh maybe My two or profusely yeah two 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 or three hours ago he told me he's disconnected he's deleted all of his he's de- not he hasn't logged out of it but he's deleted all of his facebook off of his phone like he's disconnected in terms of his friends and everything that's going on because he's really focused on yeah on, and i and i and, and just help me out because there was a lot of things that i said and i know we talked a lot over the over the over the uh, weekend but my son was expressing looking at it in terms of saying like yo they're invoking the national guard yo yeah. we're not going yeah. to my son is a football player who has the potential who has uh d1 schools looking at him saying yo my 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 d1 looks 
may quote unquote looks may go away because we may not be able to play football. He's also talking about school being over this year. He's also talking about they say anything that we're doing for school in a lot of states. I don't know how it is with private schools, but if you're talking about the public school system, a lot of the work that they're being told to do is we've even received emails that it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't count towards X, Y, and Z. They're trying to be back at school by this date in May, where whereas other states are starting to close down schools. And I'd like to really talk about the anxiety yeah. of children and mm-hmm. what they feel. And I spoke to spoke to, I know I spoke to the group about it. I know B you were talking about how you speak even speaking to your daughter or maybe even sending it out yeah. to your daughter's friends on the anxiety. And I really think that's what it is and the anxiety um, that yeah the anxiety that they are feeling. Yeah, I mean first off they're confused and we and we forget about them. But you know what happens is and I know you know this because you got your son there. Like once they get like a certain size and shit, like you start saying different things to them, start treating mm-hmm. them a different way. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, you you you, you talk to them about things that you you think might come up and all the rest of that shit. But you know, this is one of the things that probably blindsided all of us, and we just treated them like they'll be okay or like they're computing the shit like we are. And really, they're just all frantic over the internet, picking up a lot of the stuff that's bullshit, and it's fucking with their heads. You know what I mean? Like, like, the, listen, your son is not the only person that they came up with the um, the the fact that we're gonna have a military state. Uh, my friends have been sending me shit like that, or confused and wondering, like, what does this mean, Brian? Does it? You know what I mean? Like, people always ask me, like, what does something mean? But not in this way. Trust me, it's just way different right now. I like I hardly answer my phone. Like I, but I feel bad even about that. Cause then I get, I, you know, I'll get back to them and all the rest of this shit. Cause it gets kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but because you hear a lot of conspiracy theories, they out there. You know, right. like yeah. there are a lot. I can't even, I, I can't even think of all of them. I, 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 I would try to find one to read to you, but, um. You know, on the fly, I don't even have it all. It's just a but lot. You know what? Of stuff. Bro, you know what? Before you get to that, before, got it, well, got it. Nah, it's like uh, my boy, whatever that's out in uh, he's out in Nevada and shit, Vegas and shit, work out there. He hit me. Uh, shit, I I share it with y'all, but he hit me on Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, a little before like noon, talking about event two hundred one or some some conference or something. And he said Bill Gates, or whatever, it was there, and he said he did some kind of like simulations on like. Yeah, pandemic and such like that, and he and he was like, it's why he religious too. So he started talking about like the antichrist and started talking about like, like <laughs> smart beats all this other shit. And it's like I be like, yo, you gotta relax, bro. But he was like, yo, people making these moves, like kind of feeling like this is all like planned and shit, and the world is going to go to shit. That's that's what it is. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he ain't the only. I mean, well, he only one of my people that hit me with that right. like that, but uh. Yeah, man. It's a serious yeah, yeah. feeling. It, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a lot. And like I was saying, it's just a lot of a lot, lot. What you were saying, B, when you talk about conspiracy theories, there's the ones that you come across, but then there's it's a. I, I can imagine it's a totally different world to in terms of what our kids yeah. come across versus what we come across as a you know. Uh, uh, for lack of a better, Dianetics and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're coming across shit that we never even seen before 
Or like, yeah. wait, how did and that it's twenty four seven? You don't yeah, get, get to go to sleep exactly. or go or or right. avoid it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like face on all the time, and it's all mm-hmm. types of shit. And it and you know some people do have to just shut it off. I mean, your son is not wrong. I told I told people this the same thing I told them around now, but then it was harder to say it now um, because I said, well. You know, for one day, I was like, you know, maybe you should we, we should all just shut this shit off. And and I was starting to tell people that. But then it's like you do need the information. You know what I mean? You do, do need to know that this place is OK or this place is shut down. and You can't do you do need that. You know what I mean? But I, even after Donald Trump got elected, I was telling people, um, you know, you guys shut it off. I and mean, the people were in a malaise and people aren't, aren't in a malaise this time. They're in a full out panic. I mean, I had I had a friend that got sick today and thought that they, from eating some nachos and thought that they may have had Corona. You know what I mean? Just because they felt sick after they ate nachos and they were dead ass serious. I mean, you can't change right. that anxiety in somebody's mind. You know, like like in a normal period of time, like you would laugh at them like you ain't got that. You know what I mean? Like you would laugh at them. But no, you can't now because you have to accept their anxiety. You have to accept the shit that's really affecting their minds. And that goes back to the kids, because if we have adult friends and adults that are dealing with this shit like that, what the hell is going on in these kids minds who have their major crises are not a thing for them. Alex, we have a cousin who who's 29 right and he told me that this election is going to be the first time that he's uh he's going to ever have to have vote for a white man and i was like holy shit and i and i tried to do the math and i was like oh you motherfucking right are you 29 he right in the bubble he never had to vote for a white man they never saw you know what I mean? They don't remember a white president, these kids. You know what I mean? Like the, Their lives are different. They, they've always been on the internet. They've always had 24-7 news and accessibility, and, and they've been able to go to places they want to go. They always, this society that, that, that you know, we were slow walked into, like, it always existed for them. The shit that we praise and are all happy about, like, it's just there for them. And right now, it's, this is the first major, pardon the cliche, virus in this matrix that they've existed in, and it's fucking with their heads. We need to right. talk to them. We need yeah. to just talk to them. Yeah, and, and that's why I really wanted to um, bring it up. And like I said, and I'll say it now, you know, <laughs> I have a teenager. I try, He was actually going to come on the pod. I actually just went upstairs to see if he was awake, but he's as a, as a teenager right now. It's 9:55. He's asleep by 11 o'clock. He'll be up for the whole night. <laughs> and, but you know what? It's not even that. In terms of what you we what we just talked about in that part of anxiety, it's also the part of you know what? And you know, me and B, you, me and you on the south, school ends in like what? Basically, the first two weeks of June. Why? As of right now, they told us they're looking at. I know the president's talking about April 21st, but the school system has been talking about May 3rd, I think. And we get out the first two weeks in June. So they've already been out of school three, two weeks before spring break. I think right now in another week, we're up to spring break with the normal spring break. They're not going back to school and everything that they're giving us to work on has been told to us that it doesn't count. So how do you even matriculate through this school system? If the school system can't even handle this epidemic in a sense, and I'm speaking to the to the public school system, most private school systems are may may 
have some type of system set up where I see that they have the teacher online and I've seen a, and this is just online with teachers. You can, and you could probably, so I, I, I'll let you speak to that. Cause I think you, you might have more insight into that. Wait, so this is just, so they're really giving your kids stuff and they say it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Because that's, for, that's for, pub, for, pu- for public school, because they don't have. Is it just in like your county home. or your town? Because I know, nah, see, I know teachers whole... in New York City like doing shit from home. Like, they well, they actually doing video shit with their kids too. And I, you know. I don't think. But what you're saying, what you're talking about, I don't think every school is equipped to do that. So, okay. for instance, the school that my son goes to is actually one of the better schools in North Carolina. Well, I'll just say top, top, 20 percent. Of schools in North Carolina, they already told us the information because we're getting curriculum information from the teachers. I get it in my email. If anybody knows what the Remind app is or Dojo is and all of yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you understand, B. So you're dealing with a lot of information coming through that. But in terms of what we've been told, and we have a friend who's a principal of a school and who was on the call with the state where a lot of what they're doing, they're being told that it doesn't count towards them matriculating to my son is a sophomore and supposed to be going to be a junior. I have a, I have a, um, so I have four kids. I have one in college. So she's taking online classes that count. I have my, my son who's uh, 16 now, who's a sophomore, who's being told his, a lot of the work he's doing doesn't count. I have a fifth grader who's supposed to be going to junior high, who's being, we're being told a lot of her work doesn't count. And I have a uh, third grader, second grader, excuse me, who's being told a lot of her work doesn't count. So how do you matriculate kids on? Now, I'm very aware. I know how to, I'm not a teacher or anything like that, but I know how to educate my child. But what about these kids whose mothers and fathers are they're set up, work two jobs, and a lot of what they do is dependent upon that. And I know I'm stretching it a little bit more, or dependent upon those school those school meals, my the school, one of the school, the school that my um, younger daughters go to, that was sponsored by uh, somebody in the area where they get free lunch and free breakfast. You mm-hmm. understand? Some of the, some people count on that as two meals per day. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me cut you right here before Brian go. Y'all, y'all speak the real shit. Um, before you get like to the to the, uh, the meals and stuff, because it's different. But the one thing I'm thinking of. I don't think that any kids are going to get left back unless they was already going to get like left back. Same with this shit. So it's like at the at the because I mean we go keep it a buck. Like some schools are better than most schools, but like you you pretty much learn damn near everything you're going to learn before that last month or two of school. You know what I'm saying? That anything real necessary. Yeah. Well, I mean, in general, I mean, I'm, I'm not just get me clear. I'm not disputing. I'm just saying you think so. I don't, I don't, because I don't know. Yeah, I, I really think so. It's like you, they, they're gonna get moved along. Now, if there's certain lessons that they think are critical that they might have to double back and give kids like the year before, maybe. But for the most part, no. Like, I, it, it's, I mean, they want to learn it like that, and the last thing they want to do is hold back kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be a whole because you know grades got to go up and shit, especially public schools and shit. It's like the next class of kids got to come in, fucking yeah. Go back pre- so you got to matriculate. So, yeah. Kids get passed through that can't read because mm-hmm. they don't want them in that grade anymore. That shit Shout happens all the time. Out to Bush. <laughs> no yeah. child. So, I mean, like as far as like, so far your son goes, like okay, like he going to you know next grade. You go up your high. 
know he's going. I know he's going because yeah. I've equipped him in a in a sense. But I'm looking at myself. But I'm not. But I'm trying to think of it from a broad aspect of I don't know about everybody. And I agree with what Joe said. Like I'm gonna be real with you. Like if you gonna get left behind, you were going to get left behind. In my mind, that's that's just how. Yeah. It, and and I'm and I'm receptive and I'm receptive of that. I just wanted to really, really have the conversation for any mm-hmm. of our listeners who are parents, any of our listeners who maybe uh you know, catch this because now podcasts of pe- of people really listen to podcasts because they're consuming it a lot more because they're right. home, just really more of an informative standpoint to give the broader aspect of hey, this is what's really going on. Because it is true. They Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's right. true and what's not. The schools right. don't know what to do yet. Right. They don't know when it's going to be okay. They haven't got an okay exactly. sign yet. They don't know when they can get an okay sign or get yeah. one. And so that's another source of anxiety, not just for the yeah. children, but for the school well, system. Parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that's really what it was about. Go ahead, Joe. Oh no! I mean that—that that was the main thing. I want to get off. Like that's the one thing. Is like you go go to next grade. Like if kids like y'all going to next grade, parents, unless your kid was really not gonna make it, then yeah. that's the only thing they going to next grade. So that's why I wanted to cut you off before you got into like the school lunch that's stuff and all anything else because that's because that's the shit. It's like yeah, that's the shit. That's like because the one thing I've been worrying about this whole coronavirus shit. I've been worried about like just the folks that really was like just maybe that one week away from being fucked up you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. you know like that and that one that like paycheck to paycheck for real for real like not even that your next paycheck is going to cover everything but your next paycheck is covering the late shit that you got you know what i'm saying so you already yeah. on like that second or third notice on different shit you know what i'm saying and um when i think about that shit, i think about the kids because I think about I try to think about, I think about myself. Like luckily I'm now I'm here. I'm, I can work from home. I don't have any children I'm supporting, no wife, nothing like that. I mean, so it's like it's just me and I'm good. I'm straight. But then I think back to like when I was a kid, it was just me and my mother. And sometimes my mom was getting it, getting it, the bread. And there's a couple years or something in the '90s we wasn't getting it. So I start thinking like, damn. And I was always aware of that shit, so I was always like kind of worried. So I think about like it's like. Those kids, like I wasn't a school lunch nigga, but it's like my mom was making much bread <laughs> a lot of times and shit. So it's like there was a time we was like that paycheck to paycheck. This shit gonna be late, but we gonna double back. She gonna get this. So nah, I mean, it's so I think it's gotta be real stressful on the kids. And, and Anthony, he got a degree in psychology and shit. He be doing shit. I'm glad. Yep, guy. Because I know go. you're talking about it from a different perspective. My bad, Joe. I know you're talking about it from a different perspective. Ain't got it. It's not it's not much that parents can do in a situation like this besides perform the, the general basic role of what a parent is supposed to do. They're supposed to acknowledge, encourage, and protect their children. So they need to try to explain to them from whatever knowledge that they can gain that that the, this is different for their kids, for for them for their grandparents. No one's ever experienced anything like this. So it's fine. It's 100% okay to feel anxious in a time like this because with uncertainty, anxiety comes along naturally with it. No one knows what's the next step. They they say one thing one day, then it's another. Then they say the death toll is this and it's something else the very next day. It seems to a degree like it's getting worse and worse. You got to try to do is with parents and their children, just find a way to connect with them 
and not like try to comfort him, say everything's going to be okay, because that's, uh, especially with some kids, because some are a lot smarter than they actually tend to be. They know that you're not telling them the truth. They know that you're right. just as worried, just as they are. But you have to let them know, like, just find a way to connect with your kids. <clears throat> things that they enjoy doing, try to spend more time with them doing that. If they like talking about makeup or sports or hair or sewing or whatever, just try to find things that will put them at ease. It's the only thing that you can do. Because, like I said, you can't give them an answer on this question, but all the other stuff as a parent, you absolutely can. Yes, we're, we're, we have enough food. Yes, you, you don't need to worry about going outside. They, they say stay inside. We're going to stay inside. Why are they say stay inside? Because that's what the scientists are telling us what they're doing. This is a scientific thing. We're going to listen to them. It's, it's just finding the right way to put these things across, appropriately in the right way. Because the last thing is the fear. Uh, but you know what, Ann, just to inter not to interrupt you, but to interrupt you, per se, you know what, so what you're speaking to is something that I was actually going to speak, was going to ask about, because I have a son, and this is specifically what he asked about. Number one, like I said, my son is a football player, so he hasn't been outside, he's not working out because he's scared to go outside, because he, whatever he's been watching, and we've been working with him, like, yo, you got to move him off of that so he hasn't been outside to work out. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? The other part of it is a conversation that we had when we finally did just like, yo, we got to get out the house. We just simply want to drive around. And mm -hmm. my son expressed to us, he was like, yo, I haven't been eating as much as I want to eat because I know that we showed on food. Now, you know, for full transparency, we are a family of six. We have four children and my wife and myself. We so that meant for us, we are a Costco family. So when yeah. everybody went crazy about water and when everybody went crazy about toilet paper and paper towels, we was never worried because we buy that every single two weeks. So we have a stock. There's a stock of it where we have, I haven't even gone to look for it or anything like Why? that. For my son, he was worried about like, yo, I'm not eating as much as I want because I don't know if there's going to be enough for my little sisters. Whereas my daughter's up, up, up north, but as far as his little sister, he's like, I'm not eating as much, so I'm hungry, but I'm not as eating as much. These are the things that are on his mind as a 16-year-old kid that I was not thinking about as a 16-year-old kid, and I'm just using myself as a comparison, or even any of us, that wasn't on our minds as a Actually, I thought about that when I was about white, and I just said, like I said, yeah, we were smoking, and I just said, like, it was times when my mom made me shit, and it yeah. was like shit up for her to really eat, so I yeah. was tired, oh man, I'm full, so she I was it. And, and, like, and I had it. And a couple years of that, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I, I, you know what? I, I'm thinking of it as us as parents, where we are are now in a in a in a perspective of we make a certain amount of money, so we don't want our children to feel like how we were. So that's my mistake, but that's what I'm just saying. Like we are Costco fans, like so my nigga, you could eat. Like no, when I'm buying something, whenever you see me go to the store and I'm saying we buy an extra. Extra is extra, extra. Like, yo, bro, we good for the whole month. Like, right now, if they shut this shit down for a month, we good. He's, in his mind, in his mind, speaking of the, the steaks, nigga. Like, cook these, <laughs> bro. You about to go in the grill, cook all these steaks. Eat them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's true. I want to let everybody have a moment on it, but I just really want to give, like I said, I really wanted my son 
because he really wanted to, I wanted him to speak to it. And he did want to speak to it. I just kind of expressed some of the things that he was saying that maybe some of the parents that are listening to us or some of the kids that may come upon this may be feeling like, yo, your parents, are, there's their job to make sure that you feel good. And I understand that some of them can't, but I'm just speaking from my perspective as a Costco family. Like right now, literally, I'm in my, I'm in my garage and I'm looking at three extra cases of water bottles. That and that doesn't even have anything to do with the Brita. And I'm looking at like two shelves. Nigga flossing, guy. No, 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 I'm not. But I'm just saying. Nigga, we hungry, yo. I want some of that water. But you know, the reason I'm saying that is, and I'm gonna let y'all rock in a minute. My bad. The reason I'm saying that is, in his mind, he's still right now not drinking, not eating as much because he thinks we don't have it to go into next week. That's what I'm saying. But go ahead. I don't know who wants to jump on it. I don't say one thing before Brian gets to it. Like, I mean, it's kind of dope, you know what I'm saying, that he's that thoughtful, you know what I'm saying, especially when it's like yeah, y'all ain't struggle family, you know what I'm saying? Like, you and your wife, y'all professionals, y'all, you know. But it's not it's not thoughtfulness. He, it's, his, it's really his anxiety. Well, no, I, was about to, I was about to get to that. I was about to get to that. Yeah. I, that's what it is. Dope that is like eat that thoughtful and shit. Because some niggas, they, they, some people, yeah. they just won't, you know, you think about shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of dope that, yeah, but... Some niggas will know that shit and say something. Yeah, you know I mean? they will. I mean, so so it's dope that he's that thoughtful. And, of course, the thing about, it, like, little sis and shit like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, since it's not like... Since y'all aren't, like, a struggle family, you know what I'm saying? It's um, it's definitely, you know, something that he really shouldn't have to have on his head. You know what I'm saying? Like that, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it's the good and bad with it. Like, if it's, if it's like anxiety is getting to him and shit, then you gotta relax, gotta release. You know, well, I mean, shit, y'all know better than me. I just want to say that it is a good part to it, though. At least he like thoughtful. Yeah. It. it might be yeah. something that's sticking his head, like for okay. like a week yeah. ago and shit. But now, nah, Brian, you go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I, again, it. I don't really have a lot on that. Um, shit is it. This anxiety shit, like this. First off. Let's let's take a step back, man. This generation had dealt with anxiety way more than we have because I feel like they damn near invented this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this generation has damn near invented anxiety and, and then they talk to each other about it and it's twenty four seven everything. You know what I mean? So they get to talk to each other about their anxieties. They get to have 24-7 information. Anytime there's a shutdown in the flow of information that affects them. Um, they always need to feel connected to something because now you can get in touch with the niche groups and when they're not, you know, then bad things kind of happen in their mind and in their life. You know what I mean? So it's just like a lot of that shit exists and, you know, this shit is going to fuck with the kids, man. All of this shit, y'all. I get it. You know what I mean? Like I get what I get. Can I say something? I want to interject quick. Just for, let me just speak for me. Living in the South, the fact that I'm I don't have my I don't have my um license to carry, I have a little bit of anxiety about that in these times. I do, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm freely I, I freely feel free and comfortable to admit that. You I do from time to time too. I ain't gonna lie. Wild ass niggas from that. Yeah, same same thing with me though, Alex. I ain't gonna lie. Time to time, I be having a little anxiety, but I haven't gone anywhere from good. But now, I, you know what I mean, like I. Niggas know I got my my whip and all the rest of this shit, and it gave me even more anxiety now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I go places, yo, and I know I want to yeah, 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 and I want to go less places or be with somebody. Like it's different. Like it's different. I ain't gonna lie. When I move back down south, I'm getting all the army guns, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a double edged sword with I, with getting the guns because then they pull you over and them niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, you still black, yo. Yeah, and and I went long on that really for the sake of um our children and being parents of children to conversation because I, I can imagine some of those conversations, even though your child may be like, oh, we don't got to go to school. We having fun. There's a little bit of anxiety. Like, well, wait a minute. We can't even go outside. Like, what's the next step? And like, what are we doing? And things like that. Little, and, and I'll just give one last piece. My son has, and I think I said it before, my son has eliminated all of his social media. Not only has eliminated social, all of his social media, He's listening to Zen music, meaning he's not listening to his favorite artist, a little Uzi Vert. He's listening to Waterfalls, not not TLC Waterfalls. I mean literal. A lot of kids have been doing that, though. I ain't gonna lie to you, yo. Like my daughter's always done it. A lot of girls do it. Um, He might have some. They might have put him on. You know what I mean? Because these kids been doing that. That's but it's just, it just happened, just happened within the last. Yeah, I know, and they they probably because these kids literally do talk about their anxieties with each other. They're not scared of it, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, he may have had a conversation, and that may have been a, a solution that's working for some of his friends. That's just yeah. you know what I mean, just me from the outside looking in. No, no, and I agree. And I, I think, and I mean, I'm excuse me, not not that I agree, but I, I understand the perspective. But I just wanted, I really wanted to put it out there. Oh, so I know. I'm just talking to you as a dad, not as yeah, 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 I forgot yeah, about the podcast 100%. for a second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I 100 percent feel like I understand yeah. being be a, a family, so it's a different yeah. connection. But I just really wanted to make say that so that anybody else that may be feeling that can be like, okay, well, wait a minute, maybe this yeah. Z and what we experience, and they can maybe take that at home. Because I think, like I said, a lot of people listening to more podcast podcasts. Yeah, our podcast are going to go simply because people have the time to really consume a lot of information. And again, I, I do apologize. I did go long on that, but I felt okay. about our children was really important, whether it doesn't matter if you're a godmother, a godmother, a godfather, an uncle or an aunt, that I felt that it was important to have that type of um, discussion about the effect that it's having on our children, whether they're fine with or what they find with things that we are experiencing as parents. Um, I mean, but you know, I mean, you want to you want to help your son, right? Yeah, I do. I do, and I and and before you go ahead, I, I we are having conversations with him in pieces because like it's something, but it is something new every day. Because okay, so like uh, yesterday it was about football. The day before that it was about. Uh, I think, like I said in the group chat, like yo, he was worried about tanks roaming mm. the streets in the military, killing people. Like so that he's was diving hard. into his anxieties. Right. Mm. He's really, really going into it where he's not even listening. Like my son would take a shower, and his favorite artist is Little Vert. He's not even playing. I don't even hear that loud music anymore. Like he's not. He's just completely disconnected. And I'm. I want. I want to say I'm not worried because I want to go to that place with him so I can be in that place so I can have the conversations that are necessary to have with a young man 
Whereas my daughters, they just going about it like, well, shit, we don't got school. Well, damn it, we can watch Disney Plus all day. Whereas he has they a little younger though, too. Yeah. Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. Whereas so he got to share his, his mind. His, the football season is fucked up. He ain't seen no bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's walking around. I mean, that's the right. main shit. It's like you ain't with your, you ain't cutting <laughs> up with your boys. But you ain't seeing no chicks. Like what? Even if you ain't fucking, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. It's like. You ain't even getting to see that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different note. It's like, yeah, I mean. You know, the girl was like, what, 15? She's 15, right? Who that? Who, who you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. I said baby girl's like 15, right? Oh, yeah. She's 16 off top. She's yeah, she's 16. Okay, so she's yeah. 16. So I, I don't, she may have a different understanding because you may talk to her differently. Yeah. And she may have different experiences and stuff like that. Being in a private school, it's a little bit more advanced. And I can She's a private school. She only talks to her. Right. Well, not only talks to her dad, but like I'd be like here, up or behind on something. Like, you know what I mean? Kid, I completely get that. Yeah. yeah. I completely get that. Although lately, son. like you know, what I'm saying like this last week or so, I can't, I can't say that I've, I, you know, we we haven't talked as much as we usually do, but mostly because of Obviously. shit with Obviously. me. Yeah. But um. But she, but every time I do talk to her, and it is, you know, I make sure we do communicate at least um, once a day on in a long way. You know what I mean? Like obviously we communicate in small ways all day long, but in a long way, um, we communicate once a day. And you know, she, she just communicates. Like I said, she keeps on coming up with new shit. Like she just redecorated her wall and shit. I mean, she has more hours in the day to do stuff. She might like this shit too much, actually. Right, and you know what? You know what's funny about that? My daughter being a my daughter's being creative similar to my wife where my daughter can be like, okay, well, I got material. I got some old shirts dad gave me. She'll grab uh, her so much at 11 years old and have my seven, have my eight year old as her model and pin up stuff. Whereas my 16 year old who's like, I'm used to going outside or right now he's supposed to be in track. So he's a, as a football player, they make you do a, a a spring sport. So during the winter and summer, he's in football 24-7. Yeah. He's in track. But during the weekend, he's in the AAU camp that he's supposed to be on a traveling team. So that's all dead. So his entire regiment, and as you know, the, the, the regiment of a football player, even regardless of what level you're at, is very intensive. He doesn't have that structure anymore. So now he's just sitting where he doesn't even want to like, yo, we could go outside and throw the football. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's just stuck. Where, like, I don't know what to do. My regiment isn't completely off. I don't know what to do. And I can speak to that personally where, as a person that was diving into the gym, dealing with my own, and I'll be transparent here, dealing with my own mental, mental, not necessarily anxiety, but my, my mental anguish, the gym was a place for me to go where I was able to sleep through the night when I came home from the gym. Since I've not been able to go to the gym, I, I wake up every morning at 3 o'clock in the morning, no matter what time I go to sleep. I wake up mm, at 3 yeah. o'clock. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, and, and again, I'll be personal with it. It's fucking with me in a certain sense that I can't work out. I, so it's, it's, yeah. it's fucking with me, and I don't, know how to, I don't know how to handle it. Now I'm in the house. It's comfortable and everything like that. But, like, yo, I'm used to going into work. I'm used to... Dressing like I appreciate dressing up a certain way. I had lost a certain amount of weight where mm-hmm. I was able to fit in shit like and again I'm going long on this, but I worked for H and M for seven years and was never able to fit in their clothes. 
Not that I was fat, but I was just, you know, I was just a regular yeah, pudgy-ass nigga, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now I'm able to fit in it. Where I was a size 40, now I'm a size 36. But, oh, because, that's what's I was up. Out, but because I was working out and we talk about juicing and we talk about health on this a lot. Mm-hmm. Joe's lost a lot. B's in, in shape. And, well, he drags his knuckles, so I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I've lost, I've lost two sizes on my shirt, and I've lost two sizes in my waist, where now is I can't go to the gym. I don't know what to do. So I'm kind of stuck, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what like. to do. Waking up in the morning, I don't, my entire process of what I do is off. So I can imagine for him as a kid mm-hmm. who's not going to school during the day, and not having those extracurricular activities, whereas I'm still working from home. I'm, I'm excuse me. I'm one of the fortunate people, fortunate people that can work from home and get done what I gotta get done. I'm my eight hours is still eight to ten hours are still filled up, where his is just wide open. He's just there. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it comes to going back to school. My son is a, is a straight A. B stu- a B student. I don't even understand what that is, but he's an A B honor roll student. I hate that term, but he's an A B honor roll student. I don't know what that looks like when he gets to go back to school after four, five, six, two months, three months. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe even not be able to go back till August, which is really what it's going to look like. What does that look like for him? We fall back into it. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a thing. Probably be better for it. You know, honestly, it'd probably be like a better. Man for it, your better young man for it, um, actually cared about something during this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 it, and it's tough when you care, you know what I'm saying? Because then you can't be like, your ignorance is bliss, you know what I'm saying? I you ain't going to lie. Oh, I'm sorry I cut you off, Joe. Go ahead. Oh, but no, nah, that's about it. Go ahead. Nah, but I ain't going to lie. Like, I, you know, me, like, I'm retarded. So I, every, like, I do try to drop certain jewels on my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Because this is an unprecedented well, this is a this is a, a an unprecedented disease that is creating opportunities that we've seen before. And so I keep talking to her about like like this is a time to stash cash because it, you see all these assets that are going down in value. The real estate market is going to have to take a hit. Right? All the moguls have have, have um, predicted a zeroing out of this of the real estate market, especially in the commercial real estate market. Commercial real estate, home real estate, like that's going to take a hit. That's going to hugely affect the banks. That's going to hugely affect the stock market, who was funded who was funded by all these motherfuckers. Like so, I mean, all of that shit. They're going to be and it's, there's going to be new asset asset classes that are going to be there, and then there are going to be things that you if you have the cash, you're going to be able to buy. Everything's a expensive my friend just brought a, a a car today and she was like um she wanted you know she had a solid plan she's gonna have it for two years and they give it to her daughter for for college or whatever and it's one of those mini coopers and shit but i didn't know them shits cost thirty thousand dollars you can't buy a car for less than thirty thousand dollars these days you can't buy a house for less than three hundred thousand dollars these days yo and you know what that shit ain't gonna last it can't last because of, because because incomes haven't matched that you know yeah. what I mean? And so all of this shit matters. And and when, when what we're seeing right now is n- not a buying opportunity, but a setup for a buying opportunity. People are so earth. They always ask me every day, well, should I buy or what should I look for in the stock market? I, 
I, I, I mean, I have no reason to own stocks right now. Nothing is predictable. I mean, unless you're in the stock market already in 401k, like right. I, I probably wouldn't 401k, move yes. my, yeah, I probably wouldn't move that money um, unless you absolutely need it during this, this hard period of time. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully at some point in time, they'll take off the penalties just for a short period. I know why they don't want to do that because it would drive down the stock market. I mean, you'd have to cap on how much people can take out and et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I mean, that's that one side of the thing. But like, other than that, like if you have money in the stock market in your in your 401k like i you know do you do well to just keep it there it's fine you know what i mean but i I, and i'm not you know i'm not your broker or your um trader or anything like that i'm saying for me that's what i would do okay so right but as far as um as far as money is concerned though other than that cash is king and it's not king because the the value of the dollar is going up i mean the the um the the Mexican peso just dropped to its lowest yeah. level yes, the other day. You know what I mean? So the yep. the value of currency is going down, but it's but having cash is going to have and create opportunities for you that you would have never seen in your lifetime at some point in time. And it's not going to be right now. It'll probably be two years from now and about a year and a half from now. So you're going to have time to actually have to actually to actually gather this money that i'm talking about also it's time to you know time if you guys are interested it it would be a time to look back into cryptocurrencies i mean yes you will not have the um you 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 won't have a um a a federal reserve and and monetary banks um in charge of a type of currency (coughs) and in the new bills i mean they're basically trying to create their own cryptocurrency in the government right now anyway i mean but they they, they're gonna they just don't have the ability to get past central banks you know what i mean but cryptocurrency is getting past central banks it's not trusting this system anymore and it's putting it on your own the onus on yourself and on the market to say the value of different things so i mean i'm just saying there's a lot of things to look at a lot of ways to um to stash cash these days and you know it's, it's something to to start looking for i mean once interest rates went down to zero um mm-hmm. you know it's, it's putting money in savings accounts and bonds and all the rest of that shit it just stopped making sense and it's, it's not like mm-hmm. the stock market is re- is reliable right now so that doesn't make sense so i mean yeah put your money into a bank account i mean i'm sure you guys are on a hundred thousand dollars and so if you have under a hundred thousand dollars then you know your the Federal Reserve is going to protect your money, so have it in your bank account. If you do have more more than hundred thousand dollars, switch the banks. You know what I mean? Like hundred thousand there, hundred thousand there, whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? And and you know like and, and just stash your cash, and then when it's time to buy, you don't buy. have to buy the, the <clears throat> beaten down shit. You could you might be able to shop at the t- top of the shelf because speculators are in the real estate market. If you just want to get there, right? Those are the high speculators, and then next to be stock. All those people who are speculators are and and bought at high rates or or stupid rates and don't know what to do with it and aren't able to sell. They're going to be desperate. Same thing with the stock market. They're going to be desperate, and those people will sell, and and they're going to sell at right rates. It's just time. Yeah. And, and and just to capitalize on what B was saying, it was something that was going on in one of my group chats where, and shout out to, uh, and, I, and I'll just say this, shout out to Chris Rogers, because he is one of our faithful listeners. He's always inboxing us. He's a personal friend of mine. He's always texting us on things that we should talk about or things that he might have seen that should be a part of the pod or reacting to what we say on the pod, who works in statistics and, and, and analytics and things like that. He is a person that we've even in our in our personal group chat of uh, four people that said, hey, can you really locate? We all want to put in five hundred thousand, start our own, for lack of a better term, hedge fund 
what is $500 we could put all of our money into and buy that's low to really invest in as a group and really hold on to it and maybe because it dropped a certain price or whatever, we know it's going to go back up, identify those stocks that we can invest in. And I'm not saying everybody can invest in $500. However, you said $500? Yeah, $500 a piece. Oh, and I'm yo, saying if, that. Yo, so I'm yo, saying first, that. I thought you said $500,000. I'm like, that I was, was the first number you said. And then, and then you went to $500. And I was like, nigga, when? I can do it tomorrow. Let's go. It's $500. My guy, Chris, who went to um, Cornell and studied statistics and analytics and stuff like that, he, this is something he does for a living, and we talk about stocks all the time, identifying something for us where we could all put in, and I don't care if you guys get in, if you guys want in, we could talk about it off air, and investing in what we can all go in and really invest in something, create our own quote-unquote hedge fund that we can just invest in and watch it grow because the market is at a place and me, we maybe we are at a place where it's not affecting us in a sense and we have the capital to invest in that. I have my excuse me, my first daughter's mother. She works on she works at Nas, she works for NASDAQ. So I get information from her all the time. Yeah. On what's going delete on. this part. Yo, don't yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I ain't gonna lie to you, I got trouble like this before, dogs. Okay, no, I appreciate that. Okay, so five so Joe, five seconds. Yeah, so I have people that work at certain places where I can get information from whenever whenever it's needed that may be beneficial to me or beneficial I mean, to others. Yeah, Joe. I, I mean, still say it like that, I guess. Well, um, wait, I stop. Pause. Do five seconds ago. I'm, I'm messing the whole thing. Really, I mean, it, it's fuck it though. Like, you know, what I mean, like, what the point is is to stash cash, yo. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying to put that to, aside so that you do have opportunities for the blank slate. You don't know what it's going to be. You know, what I mean, you could come up with your own dreams, but the economy in a lot of ways and the market and supply and demand is going to create a lot of these things. But you do know that you will have the ability to put this amount of money to the side. So do that thing. That's it. Right. If it's five dollars, it's five dollars. If it's ten dollars, it's ten dollars. I tell people 20 percent off of each check right now. And I think that's a good rate. You know what I mean? Like just put 20 percent off of each check to the side. And start working from there. If you can do it. Yeah. And, if, and say say if you can't do it, then do 20% after bills. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I was, like One of the things I was thinking, like, it's like, like a lot of us working from home, you already got, like, I mean, if you if you weren't working from home before. Saving gas. Yeah, you're saving gas. Fucking, like, I'm saving mileage on my car. No matter, depending on how long this shit go, that's like. I might save an oil change I need to go because I got to drive kind of far. And then I'm yeah. saving uh, then I'm saving the $10 I might spend on a fucking like breakfast sandwich or a fucking bagel and a coffee or a smoothie or some shit. And then Lord knows where I go to lunch with my, if I go to lunch with my fucking instead of bring my own shit. I mean, there's some days I'm just like just blowing about like $20, $30 on just like random shit between. No, I know. Yeah, so it's like, and sometimes it's more. Let us hit the fucking happy hour afterwards and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, literally a couple hundred dollars a week, maybe like two, three hundred dollars a week, just not even accounted for. If I'm at home, fucking, 
juicing, eating my little fruit, making sandwiches, yeah. shit like that. That's all facts. It's money right there. So it's a good time to jump that off, and we're gonna be locked up for a couple of yeah. Yeah, yeah. now you you want or at least to develop the habit. You know yeah, the mean? habit. Yeah. Now you one hundred percent right, Joe. And again, I I went long on this. I wanted to stretch this out a little bit longer because specifically to speak about our children, it did go off into a few things, but I do want to stay with exactly where we are in terms of talking about the ability to be able to simply pay your bills if you work in certain industries that are closed. I know I, I reached out to you guys and I let you know I went to the mall the other day and everything from a money exchange. Don't I know you from school? J.C. Penney, Zara, H&M, everything was closed in the mall. So if you are a re- if you work in retail, clothing retail, you I don't know what they have been doing with it on the H&M or any of those other sides, but you may have been put in a position where you have been laid off by your company or furloughed by your company and told to go to unemployment for the time being, and you're not making the typical whatever that amount of money you was making every two weeks you're no longer making it every two weeks and you've now been told to go to unemployment and we've spoken and i want to couple this with i know something that joe's been talking about a lot you know in in a jokingly fashion in terms of how much money he's going to be getting from this it was 800 million it's now up to a trillion and i think even i read and i didn't get to read the article today from the uh, Wall Street Journal, that's actually going to cost five trillion, uh, excuse me, six trillion of the bailout. That's going to be what is happening right now. If it goes into the summer, like a lot of people are projecting, um, this bailout, this excuse me, the current bailout that is set up right now, where you will get twelve hundred dollars per adult and five hundred dollars per kid if you make. Uh, help me out if I'm not mistaken. I'm doing it off the, off the top of my head. I believe it's between if you make under seventy five thousand, and then the Correct. tiers start to start if you between seventy five thousand and ninety nine thousand. Right. Okay. So yeah. So what you will be getting, hopefully, and I believe it, the the vote still ha- it hasn't been approved on Sunday, hasn't approved been approved since Monday, and it hasn't been approved since. Um. Uh, so Hold the bills keep changing a little bit. So here's the thing. Um, yeah, you pay my bills. Yeah. I mean the bill. The shit can. The shit keeps changing a little bit like that. Um, the first off, you people have to get out of it. I, I I know a lot of people are um, against the Republican Party right now, but they have to realize that corporations are going to have to get a bailout in this, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, Mitt Romney got killed for saying this, and that's because he doesn't explain himself well. Corporations are people. And because just those corporations that Alex named that he saw in the mall, okay, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. other corporations. They all hire people. They all have people there. All right. So, I mean, they're, they're going to have to be a part of whatever bailout. And it, and it will end up largely probably being more or equal to whatever the average citizen gets okay so that's 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 one part of it i mean republicans did have an issue they were trying to tax what people were getting that was ignorant all right so you gotta 
you know what I mean? You have to like discount them as far as that goes. Um, but that's the type of shit that was that 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 they're arguing about. It's seemingly stupid because they need a stimulus right now. If you if you guys remember TARP, um, then uh, that that kind of Bush and Obama kind of helped pass during that transition stage of who's the president. And Obama basically just became our de facto president before he became a president. Mm-hmm. Like that was from Hank Paulson who worked on, um, on Goldman Sachs. He wasn't a bullshit um, uh, 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 um, secretary, uh, uh, treasurer, anything like that. So he understood and he went and begged Nancy Pelosi on his knees to get that tarp shit passed. And it sh- should have been fucking bigger. You know what I mean? But that you can't hold these thing type of things up in, in Congress. That a lot of them are time sensitive. Um, at some point in time, though, I mean, I always have said this. I wish I wish they under a normal economy, if it wasn't the coronavirus and it was just a bad economy and 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 a crash, there was something else was uh, was um, causing it. Then we obviously would have to get into infrastructure, which they skipped during the TARP as well. But people are, are going to have to get money. They're they're going to need these funds, and you don't want to. Um, month or two to pass and not and nothing get passed because those are bills for people man it just is uh, but yeah no, i mean if you can't like oh, this time and shit alex mentioned i've been talking about the uh the coronavirus uh, stimulus checks for for like a while and shit mostly because i'm bored because at the end of the day i don't really like I mean, yeah, like, I'm luckily I'm not working and shit. I'm not banking on it, and um, right, you know, right. shit like that. Yeah, I was but, sure. yeah but now yeah. for everybody that like, you know, it's like really like missing out like on like their money. It's like that's what I'm like really thinking about. Like, shit, man, they need to like step it up. And um, I've been glued to like MSNBC and CNN, and I hit the Fox News on occasion if I need laughs, but um. For like a couple months and shit because of the primaries and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's like every day I see these uh, different updates and shit. I had to sit, sit here watching Nancy Pelosi talk this bullshit, yada, yada shit about how they trying to get the shit done and all everybody else somebody get shit done. They just got to get something done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if they, and I, I mean, that's the, that's the big thing. They got to get shit done. Like they do. Because on both sides, it seems like they both have, like, they certain agenda shit that they trying to put in to this bill that could be really simple. In a lot it of does, ways. but, you know, they always try to put pork in on the back end. Is that what they call it? Be uh, forget, Forgive me if I'm incorrect. Just uh, like uh, it, pork or some shit they talk about. Yeah, it's something like that. I can't even think okay. right now. But, yeah, it's some shit like that. But, um, really, yeah, they they do, and they should not this time. And, right. you know, it's easier said than done because they always do. Um, that's how you get votes. You know what I mean? Like the the seniority or how much need you. That's how that's how you get a, a vote, especially yeah. the top people. And you like you get shit like, all right, well, um, I need I need a new barracks for the military on over here. And so you get a contract. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I think basically it was, how that works. It was like a little bit of false sense of security or something like that or maybe giving folks a little more credit than we probably should have gave them when they passed the first like bill or two that yeah. uh, for this shit but that was like a couple of billion this is a couple of trillions so 
That's when the shit got like real, real. So, so we need term limits. These niggas ain't scared for real. Because they know they're going to be there. We need term limits, y'all. I was thinking the same shit, man. Because I look at the TV and I'm thinking about um, the folks giving these speeches in, like, in, in, in Congress and shit. I see Mitch McConnell. This dude is like, he old as these old niggas that's running for president. You know what I'm saying? And Nancy Pelosi, I think she is 80. I think she older than all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I look at them and I'm looking at the president. I'm looking at dudes that could be president. And it's like, yo. Yo, but they they come in and they don't be rich. But they get rich off of this shit. And these niggas haven't talked to regular people in forever. They talk to their parents. So they don't really even know the voice of the people. What the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And every time they try to run, every time they run, they go back to the old saying, do you know what the motherfucker who cares about the price of milk, nigga? Don't buy shit like that anymore, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they, that, that's how they relate to each other, yo. Whoever knows the price of milk, that's that's how they, that's what they say. Who's shit in the world, yo? And it's because we don't have term limits. There's no pressure on these motherfuckers to get out of here. Like, yo, if if you don't like Congress, Congress's approval rating is low. It it has been low for a very long time. But guess what's not low? Your congressman. You like your congressman. You just don't like Congress. Mm-hmm. Or, and again, we are going long on this, and, and, and I do apologize for my end because I wanted to really talk about the kids. But there's a lot of pertinent information that you may not be aware of that we are given. And I'm going to kind of move it along a little bit. Like one of the things I was talking about was uh, if you're not aware, Andrew Yang is giving out a million dollars in terms of $250 and $500 checks if you go to andrewyang.com where you can apply and maybe you can be eligible for one of those checks. Target is raising their Target is raising their uh, per hour rate because they are staying open. They're one of the, you know, essential quote unquote essential needs like Walmart and like grocery stores and everything else. That the liquor store. And the liquor store. <laughs> but the liquor store as I know as of right now isn't raising their um per hour rates by so they're paying everybody an extra two dollars an hour because of what the profit is that they're making because they are staying open during when the an economic time when Best Buy is closed and or Ashley Furniture is closed. I'm just using examples. I'm just going to force off the top of my head. You guys can name anything. JCPenney, Macy's, or I think Macy's Herald Square closed, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Anybody know that for sure? I know a lot. Somebody hit I me. I mean, it probably had to. I think all yeah, that shit had, had to. to. It's, it's yeah. just shut down. But what right. I'll tell you is this, yo. Andrew Yang, you go to his website, yo, they do not make it easy to find that free money shit, because I'm sitting there trying to look. You probably got to look at the, the Breakfast Club interview to find out exactly where to go, because he gave he was very specific there. I refuse to watch that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, in the mode. You, you, you could be right, I'm just saying, I'm just really naming random things that I happen to see of uh, what was what was, ha- what was happening. Um, Bill Gates and Amazon teamed up together to get coronavirus test out uh, period amazon.com amazon period is hiring still hiring they're trying to meet their 100,000 quota that they said they would meet for extra people to hire i know in the north carolina area i've been seeing the amazon uh sprinter vans around still delivering i don't know if you guys have seen it in your area so they Man, are out there. i'll say yeah. this show i got some shit that's supposed to come amazon on thursday right <laughs> It's little shit. About they yeah. but, this, but this mad shit, it's, it's, it's like it's mad shit. 
that like I wanted to like get coming home, you know, I'm bored and shit. And like just other just, even some shit I just like need need like new like fucking uh brush heads for like the electrical toothbrush and shit. And it's like, yo, I'm going that shit. They're like, yo, this shit gonna be it's gonna be delivered like April twenty first and shit. On Joe, go to Walmart. You can get nah, but but, it's, but I wanted to. Nah, no, no, Joe is right. Joe is right. I wanted to do that honestly, but they had they had the they had the like official OB ones where it was like five six times the price and shit. Them shits could be here by Thursday. Fuck out of here, yo. But nice. it just other just other shit I wanted like it's my birthday. I was gonna buy myself shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like shit's not gonna come like as soon as like, it's supposed. Well, five days, yeah. So I mean, yeah. It's fucked up out here as far as the um order and shit, cause Joe, you exact absolutely right. I've been looking, um, because I've I've been like obsessed with I'm gonna get back to cooking a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I don't think y'all know I, I used to cook a lot, and so I'm I've been looking for all the shit I want to buy, like you know what I mean, like all the racks and the knives and the blocks and all the rest of the shit, the strainers. Like I need all that shit, and most of the shit, like even. Like, it's just going to take a long time to be here, like, till April. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? You can't just get shit these days, yo. And it's yeah. seemingly normal shit or shit that nobody cares about. Exactly. You can't just get it. I mean, it's weird. It was like a couple of things. It's like, oh, this shit could be here by Thursday, but this other shit can't. It was like, that shit ain't coming for a month. And I ain't going to buy no shit now that ain't coming for a month. I refuse. Like, that, that shit's stupid. That's a fact. No, I agree. Well, where, you know, I want to go back to something that we, we started to touch on, but uh, it actually deserves a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but maybe just a real true mention of how. Yeah, S20 good, is trash. I don't know. Nah, about how good governor, the the governor of New York. Uh, um, shit, Cuomo. Thank you. I know it's Cuomo. I couldn't think of his first yeah, name. Andrew Cuomo has been. Versus the things in the non-empathetic uh, President Trump that we have seen that a lot of people, and I know you guys have talked about it, but I've even heard people from out of state saying, well, I kind of look at to see what Andrew Cuomo said versus what President Trump said. And I'm talking about Republicans who I know voted for Trump said he just doesn't speak to me right now. Like I'm, I need emp- empathy and he's not giving me that. And Governor Cuomo speaks, even though with that... um. Not necessarily the Italian accent, but that emphatic, right, that New York emphaticness where he feel like, OK, I believe what you're saying, like you giving me the truth. And I can he sounds like he's on top of it. Yeah, too. go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead, he's Joel, taking it, he's taking it serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've been watching. That's that's my main like that's my main contrast. Like every day um, I got the MSNBC on and they go on stage show Cuomo. He's there. He's like, Kevin, you sit behind the desk. Maybe you got to sue him. Maybe this guy's regular shit on whatever. And he comes in and gives it like it is. He said, these are numbers. These are the projections and shit. We going to be fucked if we don't get this, this, and this. But we doing this, this, and this. And we're going to get this, this, and this. And we're going to get through it. Now, the federal government needs to do this. He gives them props when, he, when they deserve their little props. You know, well, wow. they did their job. But when they, they went, but, but also, like, when they was up there bragging, we sent about 600 um ventilators to new york he said they said he said they want to pat on the back to 600 when we need 30,000 me 30,000 you know what i'm saying like he keeps the shit real um and i think that's what people appreciate more than anything because it's like it's real talk you know what i'm saying and um he doesn't have anybody that's sitting next to him and talks after him says oh we want to thank uh the governor for being so on top of this and shit like that 
And that's the contrast between Trump and um and Cuomo, like every day. And they bring on some other, like, you know, they'll show like some other little other governors yeah, or mayors and shit. Yeah. And they'll do that and they'll do that little shit, but it's nothing like when I mean New York is the epicenter because it's the fucking melting pot, fucking you got three fucking international but also airports. Also, because he's doing the best fucking job. Yeah, no, he's on he's on top of all of the shit. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing. But yeah, he he he's the that's the big contrast and things. And it's like uh, I like the coronavirus updates a lot more when it was more of like an information thing. When it was Mike Pence and the people, they'd come up there, they talk, and that was that. But after shit got all shut down and shit, it seems like Don, I heard people say like Donald Trump is using these daily updates now for like his campaign shit, you know? Yep, and it does, and it does feel like that. Um, one of the things I know we've been talking about, and I always screw up his name. I hope I'm, I actually have it now, thanks to Joe, Doctor Anthony Fucci. Correct? Fauci. 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 Okay, Fauci. Doctor Anthony Fauci is a person I've been following um, in terms of updates in terms of, you know, simple washing your hands and simple things to do to stop the spread of coronavirus that you can do yourself. Um, I'm not sure if everybody else agrees, but I just do agree with a lot of things that I've seen, the simple things that I've seen from him. And I'm pretty sure it's come down from the CDC or other places and stuff like that. But he is the, um, oh shit, I just blanked out my phone. He is the, uh, help me, can someone help me out? I'm sorry, he is the person... I know, I don't know. he in charge of all this shit. Yeah. Oh no, but he is. He's a. Yeah, he's he, a health and human he, services doctor. Thank you. I could. I, I. I just. I hit the clear button by mistake. Oh okay. I'm going. You check that because I'm going off yeah. memory. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the healthy. He's the person that you've seen a lot of memes about. If you in the, in the uh in the IG world. Of, they got. They got. They got Fauci memes. I ain't even seen him. Yeah. Nah, when he, he when he has his hands his, over his head, his head. Yeah, and it's yeah, funny because yeah. Trump Trump um posted that this morning, but he's trying to make it sound different, like like he when he didn't have him in the press conference after that, like he just he's um Trump is trying to redirect that, you know what I mean? He's trying to control the narratives. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this was the first um today was the first day in um almost a week where Fauci was actually up there um with Trump at this press conference. He was allowed back. Yeah, they miss him. What is this? He's the director of the National Institute That's of Allergy and Infectious Disease. That's mm-hmm. an interesting choice of words. You said this was the first time he was allowed back. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, they talk about it like on like the news and stuff. Like the rumors of different shit. Like the dude Fauci been like one of these cats has been around in government and uh, medicine yeah, and going shit. Back like to going back to, huh? Going back to Reagan. Oh, yeah, Reagan, AIDS epidemic, all this shit. So it's like he's tried and true. He's tested. You know, he's like well respected. And uh, one of the main things is it's like, like we said, Trump is up there like campaigning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For shit. So he's going to say shit he thinks that people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? He's going to praise all of the little shit they do and this, that, whatever. And even the recent shit with this, oh, we're going to get America back to. To work before Easter and shit, all this other shit. It's all like campaign and shit. And the, and the dude Fauci is like, he's there to get a fax. Like, all, like, it seems like the other, seems like the doctors, they all there to get a fax. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, but that's they got the, a, they got a bend to, that's the, that, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. That's their thing. They're like, they can, they're like analytics. They can only go off of what the numbers say. 
they should do. You know nah, what I'm saying? Wait, no, no, doctors no, no. are bullshit for years. Yeah, doctor, There's yeah. conservative that, doctors that, that bullshit about the um about global warming still. You know what I mean? Come I on, can, man. I can agree to that, but about the last one, say go ahead, Joe. But now the main thing with Fauci is like um he is like people bitching him because he like he wasn't there anything like a real you know voice he was he was telling like it is kind of like Cuomo you know what I'm saying someone that you saw him up there they talk they said some shit that you like well they said they, they the way they talk and um, you could tell that they knew they shit and even though the shit wasn't like the best news for you. It's like you give you the real. It's like we got the real shit, and you said if we do this, we gonna be alright. And that's what like um, you trust from him. But just like anybody else that isn't like falling in line with like Trump's plans to, you know, look like the best president ever and shit. He's 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 been someone that's like Trump. Like they said, he wasn't there for like about a week or so. It's like oh, he Trump doesn't like the way that he's been like telling the truth after. Trump talks his bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I, I could I don't yeah. wanna ramble or nothing like that, but it's one of those things like where we see how much like how trash Donald Trump is right now. He's really facts, huh? he's like really up there stumping, like really up there like forcing these folks to give him praise, you know what I'm saying? Either like tell them either if you need to tell them directly, it's like what's understood don't need to be said. It's like I need y'all to praise me every second we up here. Well, and I'm going to tell this bullshit and I'm going to say what I think, you know, can happen. You know what I'm saying? Then more so that I'm going to use the advice of like these smart people and shit. What he doesn't realize is if he used these smart people and said what the fuck they told him to say. He'd sound smart. He'd sound smart. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know, man. And it's like, I, I guess... He old as shit, so I know I'm gonna get him like lessons to sound like empathetic and shit. But yeah, even if he not gonna have it, even if he can't do that shit, you know what I'm saying? He would come off a lot better if he was like, we got some of. So he always say we got the greatest people in the world. Wait, just say we got some of the best people have been doing this for years. They say this, 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 and this. Yes, I'm consulting with all of them, and we're going to do what's best. I mean, it's like, this shit seems elementary, but this motherfucker is such an egomaniac and shit. It's like, he, he I don't know. He's going to get his shit. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, we, 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 America elected the wrong president, and it shows up in times like this. I mean, you did not want a crisis to happen. He had not faced any crises to date. The first crisis he, he, uh, he has that faces this. Um, and he makes us all uncomfortable because we we now we know we have the reality TV star and um on the front on the main stage, you know? So so Joe, Amazon, it looks like April twenty second is the date. Like, cause yeah. I just went through everything in my fucking mm-hmm. wish list, and it's like it, like there was one thing that that would come by Friday. Everything else is April 22nd and I'm talking about through like 13 things. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, that's my shit. It's been, for me, it's been April 21st, April 22nd, like, yeah. being stuck. And I had some shit said it's gonna be available to ship. I, I, it's, yeah, that's that's been pretty much the shit. But the weird part about that is I was looking at um, I was randomly looking at this this uh, company that, that delivers beef, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wagyu beef and all the rest, you know, like real steak, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and brisket and all the rest of that shit. Them niggas would have that shit here by Friday. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't that sound weird though? Like it's food. It's like I don't. I, never mind. It just it's, I, I it think, feels weird to me. I think on the last podcast, uh, whatever. I think that either Anthony or uh, Alex brought up something about Amazon uh, prioritizing certain stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, so that makes sense. Like essential needs over like uh, you know some like if you order gym equipment. I'm just using that example. Yeah, makes sense. But it's but but yeah, so I guess it's that's part of it. But I swear, yo, I would get these sixteen like fucking off brand replacement like fucking brush heads for this Oral B, whatever the fuck shit. I can't get that shit till April twenty first, April twenty second. But they, I can get the little four pack that's like costs more than the sixteen pack of the Jerry shits. I can get them shits by like Thursday, man. It's like yo, I don't know. But um, yeah. And all the, all the fly oh, shit I want to get the fly shit. I can't get the fly shit. It's April twenty sons. I mean, I don't know, man. No, no, it's just it's just a lot that goes into a lot of things that we um that we spoke about. Uh, like we were talking about. Uh, I think Trump came out today and said he's looking at April twelfth for everybody to get back to to normal. They was trying to cancel Jesus' birthday. Uh, not birthday. Excuse me. Resurrection. April twelfth. Easter. And stuff like that, but that's what he's looking at. Um, but you know what it's really affecting? Because every Tuesday since we've been recording in the month of uh, end of um, February and then going into March, it's been an electric day on Tuesday. And what we really need to look at is what is the state of the Democratic primary race, other than Bernie being in being uh, in the club with us at club at club quarantine with D nice as the DJ. What is the state of Biden? Shit was in there too. So. You said who? Uh, Bernie. Uh, I mean Biden was in there. Yeah, Biden, Kamala, uh, Stacey Abrams, Corey jumped in there. But as far as the two main ones in terms of Bernie and Biden, I knew mm-hmm. Bernie was in there. No, Biden jumped in there. He was in there before Bernie. Bernie just said some shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, I was I was sitting there saying all the shit Joe was saying, but I was on mute. I didn't even know it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was in that first. Hell yeah. But where are we as as part of in terms of this of the Democratic Well, party. with that, with that is like I think they're trying to keep shit going on. I still hear all this talk about people trying to get the paper ballot shit straight, but don't know if they'll be able to do it in time. Um I mean, it's definitely going to affect turnout if they got to keep a lot of these, like, live poll shits open, you know, open them up. But, I mean, it's what it is. I think the big, yeah, I mean, but it's big, though. It's definitely important. But even more than that, it's like, if this shit goes long, long, I hope it doesn't. And I kind of don't feel like it will. But, you know, fuck what I feel, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. If this shit went to, like, November, that would be a bitch, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, nah, it, it's just it's just a crazy year, and we can't do it like like every like presidential election year. It's like an Olympic year, summer Olympics, right? And we can't do it like the summer Olympics and just do this shit next year. You know what I'm saying? They got to get this shit done. So it's going to be well, ill. It's just 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 talk about that real quick, Joe, because I didn't mention that. But what Joe's talking about is that the uh, this week, I think uh, maybe yesterday or Monday, that uh, IOC or whatever they're called came out and said that they're canceling the 2020 uh, Olympics and moving it as of now to 2021. It was supposed to be held in Japan. Go ahead, Joe. Um, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, you can't just do that with, like, the election and shit. So, I mean, it's just going to be tricky. I mean, I hope the shit does subside before that, but 
it, it just sucks because this because all of this shit, it just makes the like the whole election process was already been fucked. You know what I'm saying? Since Russia and before that shit, way before that shit with, you know, voter suppression and shit, it just makes it like a fucking like breeding ground for like more and more like fucking like election, like fucking uh, shenanigans, like fucking voter suppression and shutting down like certain making shutting down certain like polling stations and different it's all for suppression and shit but it just makes it that like it's just i don't know man that's what's weird i i really can't say too much about how the election should go but i keep following it you know yes and i don't know i guess there's a lot that's been going on i just really want to um mentioned this because I know it went viral. There was the, uh, and I think I sent it to you guys, the Amari Hardy. It uh, went viral. Yeah, the Lake Worth, Lake Worth, Florida. Uh, I'm not sure if that was a council meeting or what type of meeting that was that we saw where he was going in on um, the... Oh, city. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. didn't watch it, though. Yeah. I actually saw it on, on TV. Yeah, Mike, Mike Bornstein, where he was actually where you see people like Andrew Cuomo saying, well, listen, we're not kicking people out. We're not, you know, shutting off water or shutting off electricity. But um, Mari Hardy, who was bringing up the point where city manager Mike Bornstein was shutting people's electricity off because they had not paid their bills. And he was making a point that he'd seen that that went viral with him yelling at, and I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the mayor that he was yelling at, when he was making the point that he told them that you need to step in now before they start shutting people's utilities off to mm-hmm. step now. And he was upset that the mayor had not stepped in prior to the city manager such shutting people's utilities down and yelling and not, not necessarily yelling and screaming at her, but just yelling and screaming in the in in in, in I, I wouldn't even call it yelling and screaming. I would just yeah. call it loud talking. He was just yeah. like well, it was it was a it was just uh we said what need to be said, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and sometimes that and and sometimes you gotta carry your voice to say that, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It wasn't like it didn't even sound like it didn't even sound like yelling. It's like this is blah 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 I'll tell you he, yeah. he what the gay nigga say you read something like the read shout out to the read podcast I know niggas ain't listening to this shit, but you know, but like, like you know, you really read them niggas. It's like, yo, this is how foul you are at this time. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this shit need to be said. And that shit should have went viral. No pun intended. Yeah, it should, it, should, it, should, it should have. It should, excuse me. It should have, as the points mm-hmm. that he was making were very valid. And the mayor, and again, I'm, I'm not able. I'm not looking up her name at the moment. Where she kind of walked off from the podium. And, and, you know, tried to adjourn the meeting and she didn't have the power to adjourn the meeting. And he was very astute. And I was very happy that he was very astute in understanding his power and his, the power of his voice and understanding the rules and regulations of where he was at. She cannot adjourn a meeting that he could still talk and they could not leave until a vote was had. She didn't have the power to simply adjourn the meeting because she didn't want to face the not, not necessarily the wrath, but to face the truth of what he was speaking to about what was happening to the people in, uh, what was that? Uh, Lake Worth County. Lake Worth yeah, Beach, um, Florida. Lake Worth County, Florida. He actually was able to get a look on CNN with uh, Don Lemon and a bunch of other people who were in 
Shout out to D-Nice again. <laughs> and the D-Nice quarantine party, you know, being able to um get his voice heard and get his message out that he what he was saying was correct and that he was not being uh, out of line as they were trying to portray him on in different uh, avenues of the media, that he was well within his rights and he was speaking the truth and he should not have been shunned in the way that he was shunned on uh, within that uh, presser or whatever, with that local presser that was happening at that time. So shout out to you, um, uh, Amari Hardy. and what Yo, you, uh, like, is, you if I first heard the name, I was like, yo, what am Amari Hardy? I'm like, I'm like Ghost Hardy. is bored, nigga, what yeah. you doing? Oh, I said the same shit. I was like, wait, is this a knockoff? Like, what are we talking about? I said the same shit, yo. I was like, Ghost dead, so he just like out here just giving speeches and shit wherever he can. But now shout out to the dude, man, City Commissioner, uh, Omari Hardy and shit, holding it down, doing his thing, you know, telling it like it is. And that's like, that's just very, very important. You know what I'm saying? More people like him, more people like Cuomo, more people like Anthony Fauci, more people just out here speaking the truth and that tell it like it is, whether it's with their like party affiliation or not. You know what I'm saying? Just like breaking shit down, keeping it real and like really being a voice for the people because it's like. Fucking, you know, God bless that you know, everybody on this pod. I think we're going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? Like from working from home and just being it, being like essential staff to shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to be good. But it's like there's so many people like I saw like an article said like four out of ten. Was it like four out of ten Latinos or whatever? And then New York, was it New York or something? I had like an article. Yeah, no, you did. It was four out of ten Latinos have lost their jobs. Yeah, New York City lost their jobs. And I mean, York, yeah. so it's like. Shit, man. You know what I'm saying? That that, that those are people. It's like, and I, and you know what? Jim? I think that deserves a deeper dive into because there's so much more I want to understand. Like I just saw, and I understand it's on the high end market, but Nemo Marcus has now filed for bankruptcy because you can imagine what that's going to be going forward. I can imagine what other places that we may have be accustomed to being open that may not come back from this economic downturn, especially from the food industry, meaning restaurants per se, or small businesses. I think that deserves a bigger conversation, but we've delved so much into it now, but I think there's so much more to unpack. Because as, as, like I said, there's something happening every hour of every evening or day in terms of the coronavirus and the effects of it that we can maybe explore that within the next week or next two weeks to really talk about what the economic effect of that can be coming back from it or if it ever will come from it. But I wanted to move on to something a little bit more lighter, unless anybody has anything more they want to say on that before I move on. Oh, no, I think we'll have weeks to talk coronavirus. Fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. But I want to move on to something lighter. Uh, there were, a, in, in light of that and a lot of people being at home and being fortunate that for the next two weeks they know they have been taken care of, per se. I think, I believe, most a lot of companies have taken care of their employees for at least two, four, uh, 14 days. That The uptick in uh, Netflix, Hulu, Apple, Apple TV, uh, Apple Music, and all of the other digital platforms have been taken forward, taken advantage of them we're all seeing everything i know a lot of new things came out one of them this week was the banker 
which I believe came out on Apple TV, which I do not have, so I have not seen it. So I'll lean on more to Ann and Joe, who I believe have seen it. You said I watched that shit. Ann ain't ain't seen no shit like that, nigga. What the fuck? (laughs) You want to talk about it first, Brian? Um, I just thought it was awesome. I thought I thought it was awesome because it's the shit that we've been talking about. Um, nigga, pulling our money together, black excellence, finding ways to, to get property and shit like that. He, I, I like that it, they got geeky and, and um, learned valuations. I, mm-hmm. I thought that it did teach the lesson of you can't raise up some white boy and let them infiltrate your, um, your system because they will fuck you in the end. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I mean, yeah, no, I just I that that's really what I have on it. I thought it was, you know, I, I really enjoyed it though. I thought it was a really, really good movie. Oh yeah, so I, <clears throat> excuse me, your son. I was definitely waiting to see. Um, and it got pushed back because of some bullshit reasons. But luckily, you know, they did. They like limited um, theatrical release, and it's on uh, Apple TV Plus right now. Or you know, if you're a little devious, you can go, you know, illegally yeah. stream or yeah, man, you know, whatever. It's your yeah. only, but uh, like, like Brian said, I, I I loved it too, um, because uh, I mean it was it was timely. We always talk about pooling money and stuff, and I just like the fact because just being like uh just being like a mass geek my whole life and shit from like little kid and all shit, I just appreciated how <clears throat> I just do took like uh just took like his passion from a kid and just you know fucking stuck to. What do you want to do as an adult? Like, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? I seen white folks doing it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And um that took a lot, especially in the time period. Yeah, and, it's, and it was dope the way he moved and I appreciated the guy he partnered with, how he moved. I appreciated how his wife went. And I actually appreciated the the um the white boy in the story too, or whatever. Um I'm not gonna give anything away about like how the stuff ended, but yeah. I mean the basic premise of you can see it in the trailer is that um for a lot of these deals to go through, the um, I forget the brother's name. He's a real. Um, he's, he's, this is basically a true story, uh, based yeah. on true events or whatever. Yeah. And um, but the guy like is that this like t- really intelligent black guy, and um, the way he was able to move, make the big the big moves he really wanted to make in real estate, buying in like white neighborhoods and shit like that, was um having somebody front for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not front for him like, you know. Because he needed they like you know, because because he needed like their intelligence. He just needed they white fucking skin, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And um, the story pretty much came on. He had a dude that was like front for him, and then that went to shit. Then what happened? He pretty much created the dude to front for him, and um, he made his bread. It, it was definitely a, a a great story to watch. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was dope. I mean, it was just that. Did you did you see it, Ant? I did not. Uh, I did not. Try and tell niggas, yo. The Apple TV. Alex had hyping you up and all that, but it's all right. No. Nah. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I and, thought the nigga did because how Joe was talking about it. I was like, I know Ann has seen this shit. Go ahead, Ann. Because I, I didn't get a chance to watch it because my whole weekend was taken up by fucking Tiger King. That shit is fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah, yo, word is born. Like, I ain't, yo, for real, like, Joe asked me if it was good. And, and like, testament to you, you didn't have to listen to me. Like, because I, I was like, yo, I kind of like, and you was like, oh, it, it do seem like white trash to type of fun shit. 
you really broke it down in a because I was just watching this shit and I was like, yo, this is fucking enjoyable. Yeah, why? Good, and I couldn't even answer him because I didn't know. Like it was just like it was like in my aesthetic. Like, like I just was drawn to watching this shit. You know what I mean? And once I started watching, man, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah. How'd you enjoy that shit? That Tiger King shit. I know we throwing on a red herring at y'all niggas, but Tiger King was is a thing. It's number one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to Christ, that shit is the white trash Godfather. It really is. Because every, every, every time you think it's going to go left, it goes right. Every time you think it goes right, it goes under. And it had everything. You know what? It, it just it makes me come yeah. to the full realization that people who are cat people are probably sociopaths. Because between this shit and don't fuck with cats, they yeah. don't have a real clear distinction. Yeah, like, I can't be a cat person because like like these communities just seem so odd and so weird. And it's not like I don't want to say normal because I, it's the wrong way to put it. All these people are very unique in their own very yeah. different ways. But just watching that tiger shit, like I just watched the first episode and I saw it like, oh, I've, I've got to keep going. There yeah. were, there, there's dead animals, there's a fire, there's pimping, there's a murder plot. I'm like, I don't know where you're taking me, but right the now... Niggas I'm be having like, mad wives and shit. Gay yeah. niggas is doing shit. Like, it's wild, yo. I'm like, yo, and like I said, and, and the, the thing that I took from it in the end is like, none of these, like, I, they, I know they want to get homeboy up out of there, but like, none of y'all are innocents. None of y'all. The more y'all spend in front of the camera, the more likely is that you're just a terrible fucking human being. All of you. Every single one. And they were all criminals to start. Exactly. I mean, I mean, he, he had he had one husband that kills himself. His other husband, he had no teeth. I'm like, oh my god, this is just this is fantastic. I'm I'm serious. Like, if you're out there and you're listening, and you and I'm pretty certain you just tuck in the house and you got nothing else better to do. The shit's number one on Netflix, not because it's great, not because it's a fantastic documentary. It, it goes places where it shouldn't go. Like they kind of lose the narrative about. You know the importance of these animals and putting them in these cages and so right. on and so forth. Like, like at the end they said, like there are thousands of animals here in the states that are in captivity. There's about four thousand out in the wild. It's like it's simple, stupid shit like that that makes you realize, like, all right, these people are just fucking insane. They're just doing this because they just enjoy cats. Like for me, like the, one of the funniest parts is like the guy thinks that someone tried to set him up to kill him, and the tiger grabs his boot or some shit and that. And for a second, I thought he shot the tiger, but he just fired his gun in the air. Now, that sounds stupid, but once you see it, I think it's like episode four or something else like that. You get like, it's getting to this point. This shit is just fucking insane. Trust me, if you just want some shit to literally pass about five, six hours, just sit back and watch it. I promise you. And you ever watched The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia? No, but it sounds like some shit I need to watch. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> watch exactly. that shit. That's worse. Exactly. Watch that shit. It, it's, yeah. I don't know. It, it's something about silly white people nonsense that just tickles a part of my soul. Nothing. There. Nothing could beat the wonderful whites of West Virginia, yo. I remember my uncle told me to watch it, and the first time he said it, like, I ignored him. It used to be on Netflix. They might have taken him off, because West Virginia was getting mad. They said it was, like, it was misrepresenting them, and, um, you know what I mean? They didn't like that shit. 
Um, and it was mad disrespectful. But um, but that shit was so fucking awesome, nigga. But I think they took it off of Netflix. But you you know you you could find that shit. I'm 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 find that shit. Yeah. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. That's what it's called. I am typing that shit in my phone right now, and I am leaving a note to save it. Why? White people. Y'all, y'all fucking this up, man. Where y'all, is Vaughn? With the coronavirus and y'all vote for the president. The, I, I put it like this. The people in Tiger King 100% vote for Trump. I know Every they, single one of them, y'all. Every, not, not a lick of them to like, no one went. No one went the other way. No one heard Killary. No one wanted to go a different route. They one hundred percent, a thousand percent, voted for Trump. As a matter of fact, once you watch the first twenty minutes, like ah, I know what kind of people these are. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. They're everywhere. They spreading the coronavirus. They fucking up shit. And now you have the perfect evidence. Like, what do these people look like and act like? Watch this shit. So you know who to avoid when you're out in the streets like that. Them niggas not only a voted for Trump, they probably have the coronavirus running around playing with big ass cats. So watch it. Trust me, just watch it. It's, it's worth the time. White people, Damn. fucking coronavirus. <clears throat> You're talking about social distancing and coronavirus. When I was driving home, I went I went by um um by the park in, in East Orange. Niggas is out there hooping. I said y'all are not listening. Oh. I understand you're bored, but stay the fuck away from each other. And they were playing a full court, hard, touching each other. I'm like, don't y'all get that? Pause. Niggas playing a full court, hard, touching each other is wild, crazy. And they was going at I, Like, I pulled over the watch. Like, these niggas is really going at Like, all you niggas going to have corona in about four days. You're like, y'all niggas not supposed to be touching shit. They just, they, they just getting it. I'm like, I, I digress. Watch Tiger King. It's, yeah, it's a man. They're going to kill their grandmothers and shit with that. Then they're going to have to watch their own kids and shit. You know what I mean? But, I don't know. It it's is all what it up. is. It's all fucked up. But, yo, from crazy white folks to, like, black excellence, fucking, uh, I know Alex watched it. I don't know if the rest of y'all watched it. The uh, self-made um, little mini series about the life People of People like it, yo, Joe. No, people no. liked it. You, t- you no, said no. you didn't like it, and I kept on telling people that, and they was like, are you serious? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't like it because I, like, Matthew J. Walker is one of the people, like, fucking George Washington Carver and shit, Booker T. Washington, tell you read the book. Madam C.J. Walker was one of the people. What the this fuck? Yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I think Alex fell asleep. Yo, pauses. He didn't say shit for a minute, yo. Like, ah, nigga, are we leaving this in? Yo, I gotta actually edit some shit on this on my no, no. birthday, nigga. Leave that shit right. Yo, let's end the pod, nigga. Are we going to... Is this um, it? Like, what are we um, doing? Hey, yo, fuck Lionel Richie. <laughs> yo, this is it. Yo, we talked for mad long. We ain't just coming. Nah, man, that was fuck Lionel Richie, yo. That's yo, come on, yo, yo. set this shit off. Here you go. Automatically right to that out the gate. Nigga. Nigga, you what? just woke up, nigga. You nigga. were snoring, nigga. <laughs> I take that. That's all. Loud as fuck, nigga. Loud as fuck. That's, That's all me. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, working from home has its perks and its downsides. That's one of the downsides. I own that. I have no problem owning that. 
Well, Nick, you, you all in it, then. That's cool. Check out the fuck. Wait, oh, that's honestly, cool. we've been talking for a minute. It is kind of late. Uh, I just mentioned the Madam C.J. Walker shit. Uh, oh. uh, Brian said that he a lot of folks he um, talked to said they liked it. Me, you know what how I felt about the shit. Yeah, we got the same feeling on it, Joe. I mean, because you, I know me and you spoke about it. I had the same probably some of the same feelings you had on it. Yeah, well, how did you feel about it? I, mean, I had the same. I had the same feelings about it. Part of my storm, but I had the same feelings. Probably the same feelings as Joe about it. I didn't enjoy the first two episodes. I kind of didn't understand the boxing aspect that they kept trying to interject, and the music of it from the time period that it was. I thought was very annoying, but that's just the music snobbing me. I own that, and I just felt that the it felt like it moved too fast for me. I felt there was a lot of intricate stories that they missed. Mm-hmm. That should have been talked about it, but I did enjoy in terms of um I know you guys kind of um in our group chat it was like yo you gonna watch it with your daughters which I did, who are two young ladies who have my daughters who have a lot of hair and my wife who has a lot of hair down her backside really talking about what it is and hair and why she does a lot of things with their hair so there was a connection there on it and there was a second connection in terms of my wife who's an entrepreneur and talking about how hard she went and how at points in time that she did work with her husband to build the business to where it came. But I felt, I still felt that there was a lot, and I don't know if there was because I haven't read the story, but as a person that didn't know the story of Madam C.J. Walker, I felt that there was a lot, uh, still a lot uh, felt to be desired on that, um, within that story. Yeah. And that, that was, it was that was kind of my thing. Like I, like I was about to get into it. Like Madam C.J. Walker, uh, fucking George Washington Carver, W.B. the Boys, Mother King. These folks I wrote like tons of little, you know, Black History Month like reports about forever, like go tos, right? So I didn't really learn much in the movie, and I just felt it was a little uninspired. You know what I'm saying? That was that was me more than anything. I'm like this feels uninspired, and. I didn't like Octavia Spencer playing Madam C.J. Walker because even though Madam C.J. Walker wasn't like fine and shit, she didn't look as run down as fucking Octavia looked and that whole shit. And it's not that Octavia always be looking like run down. I seen her play Mamas and other shit. She looked fine. But she looked hella run down and shit. And she was talking to Blair Underwood who played her husband, C.J. Walker. Like he talked to her any type of way like you ain't standing there looking like you looking. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, it was just weird to me. I'm saying, like, like, I think me and Alex, we went to say, yo, if they would have had, like, Queen Latifah or even, like, a Monique or something in it, then maybe I could get it. But it's like, yo, I like, the first thing I said, like, to y'all niggas when, in the group chat, when I watched the first episode, maybe not, right the second one, I was like, yo, I couldn't have Octavia Spencer talk to me any type of way. And it seemed for mad episodes, she was talking to her husband, like, she ain't looked the way she looked, and he wasn't, like, totally down for it. It was fucked. It was weird. And then he got... And I mean, I mean, a little spoiling. I thought spoiling there. Eventually, he cheated on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? He didn't wait. And it seemed like he just did it like after years. You know what I'm saying? They was married about like five, six, seven. You have on his man shit. And I was like, good for him. Good for you. You deserve that, nigga. You've been holding down fucking Octavia Spencer all these years and shit. She looked about 20 years older than him in the movie. You know, he looked old. Blair Underwood, Blair Underwood was old now, shit. But it's like, yo, man. I was like, good for you. But all in all, yeah, that's one of the first things I said. Like, Alex, you gonna watch with your daughters because just yeah. knowing the story and shit like that, it's it's like it was definitely worth watching. So I was so when I was watching, I was looking 
I was looking to be like inspired, like in a different way from a story. Mm-hmm. Like the like the banker, like and they they had a movie. This, oh yeah, this, that was ill. Like whatever, the, uh, whatever his name was, he was ill. I like that. Yeah, that shit. They that movie was about like uh, two hours and some change, and it was it was it was on point, and it was like I look at Matthew. They walk in. Some of it was silly, and they had like uh, was it four forty five minute episodes. It's like three hours and some change. So yeah, that was that. And other thing I know that me and Alex had watched. Uh, oh, did y'all watch the C.J. Walker thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you had anything to add to it? And, and, yeah, and you say yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yes. I can, really? I can understand. Nah, I can understand. And, I can... yo, Joe told me it was bad. I ain't watch it. And then niggas started telling me it was good. And I didn't have any time anymore. Nah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I won't say it was bad. I won't say it was good. I it was uninspired. Then you just not saying, nigga. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying it was it wasn't expected. I, shit, look at it like the Kiss album. Yeah, you expected more. I like, hear you. You yeah. say Madam C.J. Walker and fucking Octavia Spencer, who yeah. was one of them. You know what I'm saying? Octavia up there with Viola Yeah. Well, I, I don't care about Blair Underwood. That nigga been in the trash, too. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, Tiffany Haddish being in that bitch, I would have appreciated somebody other than Tiffany Haddish in there because it just seemed like Tiffany... Tiffany Haddish don't need to be in period pieces, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like... It was just Tiffany Haddish being Tiffany. She didn't do bad, but I'm looking at you like, bitch, you Tiffany Haddish, yo. They threw you in here just so niggas might watch this. But, Shout um, out to Bron, though, because I didn't realize Braun was a producer on it. Oh, yeah, but Bron, yeah, Bron and Mav, they threw some money to that shit. They, they, I know. Uh, I hope they wasn't, like, involved in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, yo, man, I see you. How you boxed the pretty light skin chick. But, I mean, there were, there were points where the points that had depth, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll give away some of the story and shit. I mean, it's a historical story. Like one of the main one of the main things that went through the movie was it was Matthew J. Walker. She got put onto this um this hair growth shit from this pretty mulatto lady, right? And from then on, this pretty mulatto lady, and then she wanted to be in partnership with her and sell this shit, whatever. But the pretty mulatto lady was like, no, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? You look like you look. I don't need you as a face. Anything I'm doing. So then that kind of fueled Madison J. Walker to pretty much Jack Shorty like idea and just go do her own thing. Now, and up. Joe, you gotta admit, Joe, the, the the premise of that of crab the crabs in the barrel aspect that they tried to portray. Oh, oh, no, the, the color the color is that. What, yeah. That's my shit. The colorism is like and that was a like a story that was like a thing that pushed through the whole series all the way to like through the whole like uh, four episodes and that's what I'm saying things like with that type type of depth you know what I'm saying I mm-hmm. think they they it was it, it was just kind of, they was lazy with it you know what I'm saying they were like they didn't like give it as much depth like even the part where it was almost a throwaway part but it was so deep when the pretty mulatto chick caught was she was feeling down she called her mama Cause she wanted to be uplifted. Her mama yeah. was a rundown slave bitch. You know what I'm saying? And no disrespect to her, but she was just she was just like rundown field slave, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the conversation, the com- and the conversation was so fucking ill. You know what I'm saying? It was the, the point was there to be made, and, and, they, feel, they, and they, I just, they didn't that. take advantage of it. Yeah, they didn't take advantage of it. I agree. She, I, felt, I felt the same exact way when yeah. I saw it because I was like, damn, that was a poignant part to take to to go into. 
Especially in our and I kind of related it to not fully, but I related it to um Chris Rock's uh whatever the name of that what was that thing that Timberine? he had? No, no, no. But he did the hair. He oh, did the hair. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, good hair. Good hair. Right, was, good. And I felt like there was a point to make that Chris Rock took the time to make mm-hmm. that they didn't take the time to make in this. And I was like, damn, y'all had a, a part. Y'all had a y'all had a spot where y'all presented it, but y'all didn't really jump into it the way y'all should have jumped into it. And so yeah. So I I, I I agree completely with you. What you were saying. And they had what's the old head nigga name? He was on the Jamie Foxx show when it was on Waste. Garrett uh, Morris, that's the name. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. Garrett Morris playing Cleophis, who played um C.J. Walker's uh, um, father, father and uh, Madam yeah. C.J. Walker's father-in-law. And uh, there's a part when he was talking to his son about how him and his him, like him and his wife or, or the son's mother and shit. And they was talking about the slavery times and shit like that. And that also goes to me to like when a uh, when a pretty mulatto chick was talking to her like rundown slave mama and shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like I don't feel. I mean, as much as I hate like slave movies, I don't feel as though they took the time to let you know that to really to really drill it down. Like nigga, motherfuckers' parents were slaves and shit. You know what I'm saying? This was back then. They had an opportunity to really make a a bold point and they mm-hmm. I feel like they missed it. Yeah. I mean they did. And I mean, if you didn't know the story, it told the story of a woman who was like run down, who uh who got who found her like purpose and she had a good man for years and years. And then after he stopped being good, she still went on. And um she did a thing and her daughter who uh and which I started to get mad at and look I'll I'll own this part. This is outside on this part. I started to get mad. I was like, why the fuck are they interjecting I mean, uh, the truth, homosexual, but... no, homosexuality in this part? Then until I read the part that this was an actual true part. Yeah. I didn't know. So I was yeah, like, I was true. And one thing I'll say about that, though, they did that very tastefully, though. Yeah, they did. I, I like they, did. they didn't, they didn't, didn't have was, no. I didn't feel it was forced. I did yeah. not feel it was forced. Yeah, because I mean, so, I feel because I mean. I don't want to kill, and I, not to cut you off, Joe. I don't want to kill it. I still think uh, I still want people to watch it because there are a lot of poignant parts, especially for black female entrepreneurs to look into it. We're just talking about the way that it was shot, that it felt, and I would say, and, and Joe, you can agree, or and you can agree since you saw it, that I felt there was a lot that they left to be desired for that there are a lot of stories that they could have told that they did not tell. Kind of like the Tupac movie. Like the Tupac movie wasn't trash, you know, if you was just wanting to see a movie about Tupac. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, it wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? And I just always Shout reserve, to people that. I've always reserved my, 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 my personal pieces on that because that was, that was my era and I was. Mm-hmm. I was there during that era. There was just a lot that was just missing from it for me personally. But I, you know, we don't need to get into that. Um, for life, I know it came back over the past week, week and a half. We might not talk about the last week of the the coronavirus. We might not get into it too deep. But what what's been up? I still haven't watched any episodes of it whatsoever. I know Fifty gonna come come on the show pretty soon, I think. But now the last episode was pretty much uh. Um, 
Yeah, I think he was on it, right? Yeah, he's on tonight. He's on tonight's episode. We talking about we ain't why well, I ain't watching because I'm gonna be on the pod with y'all. But um, yeah, so I guess he's on it now. So I guess next time we talk about an episode, we can talk about him being on it. But the last episode was pretty good. Um, a little spoiler, I give a spoiler and shit. Um, it was kind. Of, it was like felt like the first the dude first time he was defending the dude that wasn't like fucking innocent. I'll just say that. You know what I'm saying? So there was a little conflict with that, but I mean it was a it was a pretty good episode all in all. You know what I'm saying? The show was solid. Um, I mean since you like you know home and shit from work, you looking for shit to watch. It's worth it's it's, been, it's worth binge watching it on uh, Hulu and shit. It's probably even better. You got about four or five episodes, and you could you know check out and shit, but. You got anything to say on it, Anthony? Nah, I mean, I can't. I don't want to really say much about it. I mean, like I said, by the time people hear this, Man. the newest episode with 50 is going to be on there. And like I said, I know you're home, but I mean, you're still supposed to be working from home, but you know, you sometimes need some shit in the background. I don't necessarily think this is a background show. I think we have time to really settle down and watch it. It's just really good overall in general. Um, I think we'll talk about it more once. Like I saw it in the in my background. I saw it on the television, but I didn't really get a chance to watch it, watch it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch it next week. As a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to take a few days and just kind of just like look through them all and just see where to go with it. Because all in all, I liked it. I think just that with everything going on and like that gap in time, it kind of just it kind of threw me off a little bit. But I plan on catching up with it. And then next week, I'll give you like a more detailed recap of everything that's going on now. All right. There's also a lot of other um, show uh, movies you should be looking out for. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's Issa Rae and um, my home, uh, the, my um, Indian homeboy who's in the movie. They're gonna that's gonna be coming because a lot of movies because of the COVID nineteen. Yeah, and that shit wasn't gonna do numbers, so they gave that shit to <laughs> definitely. Damn, Joe, you ain't let me get it off for fucking get it out. Nah, it's gonna be coming to but you're right, Joe. You know, you're one hundred percent right. It's gonna be coming to um Netflix that they're gonna be giving it to Netflix that's gonna be a lot of releases that you're probably gonna see between a lot of the um digital platforms, whether it be Netflix, whether it be Hulu, whether it be Disney, that they're gonna be coming out because of the COVID nineteen. A lot of movie theaters are closed down. Shout out to Essex uh what's that shit, uh Aunt Essex uh yeah. Thank you. Essex Green. I'm not gonna shout out to uh my clan uh shit. Uh Cedar Grove. Jersey, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna be able to uh get a lot of get a lot of uh um uh footwork foot action because nobody's gonna be out. So a lot of these movies are gonna be going to the uh digital screen as opposed to the as opposed to the big screen. And I think that th- I think a, and a lot of uh, before we close this out, I think a lot of what we're looking at and a lot of what we're thinking about and a lot of what we're seeing is that we are seeing a lot of, a lot of the digital platforms of what they can be and what the future may look like when they decide to start giving everything up to the DSPs and letting them take control or allowing them to have control and put them out on digital platforms and seeing what they can really do when a lot of eyes happen to be on them. Because, again, and this is something that we can get into next week because I think it's really a broader uh, a broader discussion of working from home. I know B does a lot of work from home. This is a lot of probably a lot of the first times that a lot of us have been 
working from home extensively as opposed to maybe one or two days a week, whereas now we're looking at five to a week to two, three, four, five, however many weeks or months that we'll be working from home. Thank God that we have the ability to work from home and stuff like that to see as we now are working from home to be able to watch a lot of uh, a lot of uh, different avenues of TV and things that we may not normally take the time to watch, but now that we have the time or maybe we now have the ability to work and watch from home. Is there anything new that you may have started to watch that you normally wouldn't have watched before you move on from TV and movies on the sports? Because the only thing I've, I've really been watching more of uh, a lot of documentaries. All cooking shows. Go ahead, go ahead B. <laughs> I've been watching all cooking shows, y'all. You know oh, yeah, like I've been I watching. I really have a lot of jokes about you watching cooking shows, but I don't want to get into them right now. Uh, I mean, I you hold. can, I mean, but I mean, everybody who like is a roadie that knows that I cook a lot. What type of cooking shows? But I haven't. You know what I mean? And so, oh yeah, so like I had to get so I'm, but I'm trying to get like new ideas on because I I have been a purist. You know what I mean? Like if this is from this region, I'm just strictly following those recipes. And I'm going to start trying to do a lot more fusion. And so I was watching a lot of cooking shows, not cooking competitions, but okay. more cooking shows where they're traveling around the world, maybe street foods and stuff like that. And um, David David, um, David, David Chang has, has a couple of really great ones. Um, oh, uh, John, the, the guy, John Favreau, has, uh, who did the movie The Chef, has a show, The Chef, that is really awesome and informative. And, you know, so I've been studying those a lot. And, you know, even some some with some subtitles yeah, I've been uh, looking into. And so I've been I've been really like learning um, different ideas to like fuse together and try to make different flavors and foods and shit. I want to believe you and I want to joke on you. But I'm not. I'm gonna hold on to it because I'm gonna. I'm nah, gonna, it's true. Like, cause everybody that knows me. Nah, no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to give any benefit of the doubt because I really want to clown you. But I want your daughter on to clown. I want your daughter to give a statement. <laughs> I'm still trying to teach her. Like that. That's the weirdest thing because it's like she should know a lot more about cooking than she does. Um, but she does get nervous cooking around me because she knows like that's. Like largely my thing. I don't so, want you to really give a good context to it because it's gonna ruin my joke. Uh, even though I know you did, I know you did serious, but yeah. I don't want you to ruin my context to because nah, I want to nah, keep good. a good joke. <laughs> I want to keep a good joke. Um, yo, there's been a show, and I don't care what anybody says. Little Dicky or Dave, the Great show on FX is Great show. hysterical. Yeah, it's hilarious. Lil Dicky is a star. He made the watching the show, and I'm gonna let Joe speak in a minute. And I know you be, you sound like you saw it as well. Yeah. Looking at that show makes me want to go back and listen to every single song he has because the motherfucker looks so fucking hysterical. And I believe everything that I'm seeing. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> oh yeah, nah, man. Uh, when people's trying to put me onto it. For uh, for a while, and for some reason, I really really wasn't off it. You know, what I'm saying even though as soon as I saw my first like little dicky like video or some shit, I like started following this shit, 
and like, yo, this dude is kind of nice, man. He could be what Asher Roth was supposed to be. So I just weird as shit. But um, <laughs> I, I eventually was bored enough, and I gotta say, I think it was probably also like fucking Joe Budden on like his podcast talking about how he fucked with it. And I'm I like, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he yeah. said it, and I'm like, okay. My man said I would like it. You know, my people's. He said I would like it, and you know me and shit. And now the nigga Joe Budden said it wasn't like the dumbest shit he ever saw. He actually said the shit was dope. Actually sat there, watched it, um, and like you said, the shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much. It's hilarious how comfortable and in skin he is. Yeah, he really mm-hmm. like did that shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember early on, it was like his whole shit was pretty much kind of do the rap to show his like comedic side, and then probably do like some acting shit. But then the rapping was actually folks actually kind of respected it. So we actually kept like doing it, you know what I'm saying? But still trying to get to this point. But like the first interview I really saw with him, like how many years back, it was like this is where he wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He really wanted to be there. And uh, I mean, yeah, and he got some heavyweights behind him. Like he's he, like he's an executive producer, and the list goes along with people I don't know, but Kevin Hart. But names mm-hmm. that jump Kevin out to is Kevin Hart and like Scooter Braun. You know what I'm saying? And um. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he's got like a whole bunch of heavyweights behind him on that, and um, the show was good. I mean, he seemed like Kevin Hart would fuck with him too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He seemed like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid, stupid, white, it's stupid white, and, and and look, I don't care about stereotyping. It's stupid white boy comedy. When a motherfucker comes on the screen and talks around about black people, dick, though, so it makes it more funny. Mhm. It talks about the size of his dick and talks about all the type of different shit that you like what the there's no way you could think of that unless you actually experienced that like I was telling Joe in the group chat like I believe everything I'm watching even if it's fake like I believe that shit is real because that's some only shit you, you would have to experience that his girl is ride or die though I fuck with her I mean what? that that's the thing that like makes this show like really work the fact that his 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 girl who is like a fucking elementary school of maybe even like kindergarten like teacher or some shit like that. She's so a uh, regular white like girl fucking kindergarten teacher and shit. And his his man's the dude with the red hair fucking uh I don't know his real name but I think the show name of the show is uh Mike or whatever. These motherfuckers are so white so it makes sense that little Dicky this is girl and that's his man's. But then when you throw in and it even makes sense to do um. The dude Taco from Our Future and shit. He plays like yeah. his uh his best like black friend or some shit like that. Who also produces really music. Really, his engineer, yeah. His engineer, yeah. And uh, you throw him in the mix. That even still makes sense. But then you throw in the dude he met the first episode of shit. Hmm. This cat Gator who is from fucking uh South, from Central. South Central and shit. And he carried the shit like you know like a nigga that's whatever and shit. And he just seemed like this authentic dude and shit, but he not like a criminal, so these motherfuckers can actually kick it, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a real conversation. It's just his real talk and how no one seems affected by this shit, you know what I'm saying? He's, well, I mean, it's, it's just dope. Like It's some white boy shit, but you got black folks being black folks, and you got a couple different type of black folks. It's just good. It's a, it's a, it's better than I, I think it should be. Even though Lil Dicky always had creative like videos and like Concerts for his like songs and shit, but I fuck with it. 
Whiskey, yeah, no, it is because Whiskey Gingy Pod, Whiskey Gingy, Whisker Ginger Pod. I actually had heard of that podcast and listened to it prior to me knowing the person you're speaking about his uh, redheaded friend uh, who's a comedian, Andrew Santino. Before mm-hmm. I knew who he was, I was listening to that podcast. And mm-hmm. he's a comedian, the redhead guy. I don't know his, I don't know the character's name. Man, fuck that nigga, man. Name, name is Mike. Name is Mike. Don't even know that yeah, name. His, name is, uh, his name is Mike. His name is Mike, but I actually been listening to it, the podcast, the real podcast that he has prior to even knowing who he was or what this show was about. So uh, Dave is an excellent show that you should check out or Hulu if you had some time. And I'm always going to say, I don't give a shit what anybody feels about it. You do have some time now. You should check out A Different World on uh, Amazon. It's on uh, Amazon as well as The Cosby Show. I'm watching it with my girls right now. I don't really care how anybody feels about it, and I take all the heat that comes from it. You should check out both of those shows. They're excellent shows from the 80s, early 90s that have an impact on culture that you would never believe. Um, What else we got? I think we could also move on from there, and we can... Try to flow into sports. <laughs> and, and I emphasize on try. With the exception of the NFL free agency, everything in terms of sports is dead. And you have people running around trying to do anything from animal competition to, uh, na- to fake NASCAR, to fake NASCAR um, races on um one air, but I will start. I will start out with NFL free agency since that's kind of the only real thing that's happening in sports or in, in terms of the major sports right now. Um, as of today, as, well as of we as we're speaking now, as of today on Tuesday evening, Cam Newton, who's one of the bigger personalities in the NFL, has been released. Um, Todd Gurley, you say, you who say was, bigger personalities like this brother, wasn't the full MVP of the league. When Beyonce yeah, he was, took listen, the stage I, I, and got chicks in formation, let's not listen, Super Bowl. I'm not, a person, I'm not a person that that mixes jokes and say everybody's good and everything. He's an average player that was kind of overhyped. He did have an MVP year and took them to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, so he did have a moment in this league as a quarterback, especially as a black quarterback that did take his uh that did take excuse me that did lead his team to a Super Bowl, but if you look at his career in totality, he didn't reach the hype that he he didn't his talent didn't match the hype that was around him. Um, Todd Gurley, who was a big time running back, was released by the Rams and then signed by the Falcons. Philip Rivers, who is a potential Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, was let go by the San Diego Chargers and signed with the Indianapolis Colts. And such like that, so you have a lot of big name personalities that are changing teams, but again. At this point in time, you have one of the bigger stars of the league that is out as a free agent. And being that we're in this COVID-19 moment and because he is coming off of injury, he can't get the necessary doctors to look at him to get signed or prior to him being released, get traded. Because he is a he is a capable quarterback. But again, because of COVID-19, having doctors to look at. Cam Newton coming off of an injury, they haven't been able to look at him, so he ended up getting cut or rather released by his uh, team, the Carolina Panthers, so he is a free agent, and I do expect him to sign 
somewhere, obviously, because of this situation that we're in and unprecedented situation we're in in terms of sports, he can't get the necessary necessarily uh, uh, doctors to take a look in for those team doctors, to take a look in, approve him to get signed on. So it will it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, along the way along the way. We did talk about all the trades last week with DeAndre Hopkins and so on and so forth. Um, nothing really that affected any of uh, the teams that we currently root for, per se. But we are still watching and seeing what's going on. I did mention I that. ain't watching shit. Sports well, is depressing am. right I, now. I, well, I am. I'm looking at a lot of the big uh, names that fall on the board and that are being looked at. I did want to ask about, in terms of the NBA, one of the things I saw – I think that happened today. I don't know if it happened today or later today. I'm sorry, excuse me, last night or later today. I did see that Steve Ballmer for $400 million in cash bought the uh, forum from MSG, which I didn't even realize they owned it, but they fought for $400 million in cash. We, As we all know, the Lakers and Clippers have, uh, I don't know how many years, maybe someone can say how many years, I don't know. How many years the Lakers and Clippers have shared the same floor for X amount of years, and now it looks like they will finally have their own home separate from the L.A. Lakers and be able to make themselves a separate entity in the Los Angeles market, where Steve Ballmer has, for $400 million in cash, has purchased the forum from uh, MSG. From MSG Group, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, it's funny because I didn't even know that um, MSG Group they owned the forum until like about maybe it was like maybe a month or two. For some reason, I was checking uh like the uh, Knicks ownership and uh, what they own and this that whatever. And that's also when I found out that they've been like sold Cablevision too. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Are they gonna um knock that shit down or like, like or fix it up? It's uh. I mean, like you said, they their contract like expires uh what is it, the end of the two thousand through two thousand twenty three, two thousand twenty four season. So I feel they're gonna knock that shit down, but it's is it like historical at this point? Like No. Nah. I mean, I know basically I, I think the last uh there hasn't been a sports team has a sports team played in there since the Lakers that was like a real Team? Nah, it's it's been more of a building where they hold like a shit. shit like that. Yeah. So yeah. Like, what are you saying? It's 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 not a, like it's not. I mean, it, it's a basketball arena in the form. Like it's famous because the Lakers play there. But I mean, it's been in use. But like they hold like events and concerts and stuff like that. But they're they're more likely to because like I say, it's the form. So we think of it in the past of you know Showtime and Magic and so on and so forth like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it. I mean, it's been renovated, but if if you bought it for four hundred million dollars, there's no way I'm going to keep the shit as is. He's going to he's going to tear it down to the to foundation and just go from there. It's the best thing he could do. He owns it now. He wants want to put yeah. it in there, Inglewood. So therefore, he's like, okay, so we we got this famous place, and we'll keep the name and the information, but it's going to look like yeah. he, he not he not going to slap no no coat of paint on it. He's going to tear the shit down. Yeah, you got to tear that bitch down. And in this day and age, the bread the bread he got. And yeah. with the, the shit that motherfucker, like, you can't just say, okay, we going to be the Clippers and we're going to go play in the fucking forum when they made a whole ass stadium for Steph Curry and them. 
in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, RIP to Florida, man. I'm looking here last time, uh, was it was 99 when the Lakers and uh, the Kings, the hockey team, when yep. they let, last played there. And I'm checking here. And yep. uh, see, WNBA, the Sparks, they played there for like three years up to like 2000. And then um, the LA fucking Stars, oh, ABA. Yeah. Not Is to cut you off, I was just saying it holds 18,000. Yeah, I mean that, that's 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 the size for NBA it's team. It's okay, but I haven't been in all the basically all the arenas around. It's actually about maybe four thousand less than most arena than most NBA arenas hold for the most part. So, but hopefully they um they 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 maybe they expanded out some same way similar to the billion dollar uh uh uh. Construction they did at MSG that made no bad seat in the house of MSG, which is one of the best uh, arena. Actually, I would say the best arena in the country right now. But you know, I want, I want. There was another question that I wanted to ask um, to you, to the NBA guys. Since that, the uh, we don't know what's happening with the NBA season. So the first question I have is, are you okay? If they decide to come back in, let's just say June, let's just say by April, we have a cure. They start administering. Hell yeah, playing yeah. games, y'all. As of now, what kind of question is that, nigga? My question is as basketball of now, summer game. But as of now, <laughs> are you fine leaving the standings as they are and starting the playoffs as the standings are right now? Nah, they're gonna play some games. Yeah, they, they, they like play like a half a dozen or a dozen games. Yeah, they're gonna play up. some games, Alex. Okay. And let a and let a couple teams that like right on the cusp see if they can get it. I mean, it's not going. They're not going to play out the full season, of course. But right, 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 right. Of course, of course. But like, like six to, to Zion or something 12. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get you give them, give them like six to twelve games or something. See if Zion and them can like creep because I think they might be like right outside of it. I'm not sure. Yeah, we've had reduced seasons before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it wouldn't take this shit if these motherfuckers come back in April, May, June, July, August, nigga. I'm I mean. I'm with one of the owners, I'm not sure which owner said it, is starting it, you know, later after, starting it later into November after Thanksgiving because there it is historically it's it's a fact. It doesn't matter how we want to look at it or not. It's a fact that during Oct- uh, September, October, November, September, October, November, that the NBA ratings are low and they pick up when Christmas comes because the NFL just owns that and you give the NBA because baseball I is. Think, just- uh- Low, you let you let the NBA own the summer, coming into football season where they can just simply own the entire summer because there is nothing during June after the finals end, but June, July. They're gonna shorten the playoffs though if they do anything. I mean, it'll be everything will have to be short because I'll tell you, I mean, players gotta. Are you talking about players gotta rest and change and train for the next season? You know what I mean? So I mean, everything is going to be end up end up being short. Alex, are you talking about just for right now? Or are you talking about like the shit? Because I, I saw Adam Silver um, talking. He said Sunday they've been kicking around like forever. You know, yeah. trying to start the season around Christmas. And yeah, know? it's something that's been talked about when I was at the NBA, and I, I mean, I'm a football. Oh, fan, I'd so be mad. I'd be mad. I know you'd be mad, but it makes sense because your viewership is just low. It's just I, I don't care. NBA just got a, a huge package from TVs. Who gives no, a no, fuck? No, they have been, but you still you still make your money up because during oh, baseball, baseball is still let's just be real. They B. still sell seats. 
They still sell seats, but they don't sell viewership the way they do. Yes, NBA I know, is. but they still got the, but they got paid for. So they have a contract right now where they're getting paid for this bad viewership that y'all are talking about, which is why the um the the contracts are allowed to be so big and why and why the collective bargaining agreement uh, is, is allowing for a larger cap. You know what I mean? Like, so who gives a fuck about that shit? Whether it's October or December, you already got the contract. So do right, not take you, the games away. The nah, but you you not take the games away, but you get the larger viewership. Who gives because a fuck, dogs? You already have the contract. I, yeah, no, you give a fuck. You don't give a fuck because you're the NBA. But the, if you TNT, if you NBC, or I'm, I'm just they already the signed the contract. Yeah, but you get the larger viewership, so it benefits dogs, you. As they what already you signed. Them niggas don't even come on board until around that time anyway. Now, I they agree. signed a contract for that short period of time anyway. No, no, I agree with you, but you just benefits you more. There's no ABC or NBC game. There's no ABC or TNT games in October and November. Those no, is just not. It doesn't change anything except for what somebody who who's a fan of teams can watch. No, but right. But when you talk about what you'll be getting in viewership, you they, say right and you're not making any sense. Though. I'm not even trying to bash thing. you, but I'm just nah, telling nah, you simple math. I feel you, Alex. I feel you, Alex. Like if the league, yeah. but holding it, if the league started like at Christmas and they played further like into the summer, so they still had their whole like slate of games and shit, it's just pushed back. So part you get to own all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly, I personally, if they give me, still give me the 82 in the full playoffs and I get to watch um, basketball, like fucking like at an outside bar and shit in like fucking July and shit. And I watch the fight. Like, it'd be dope. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care as long as they don't shorten it. But the question is, do you really feel like that could make some more money? Because if, you know, if the problem that people say that they have. Is because it's 82 games. Like football only has 16. You know what I mean? So it's still gonna be 82. Right. No, it's up to y'all. They were, they were short, nah, <laughs> but in this this in this scenario, they were shorten it because for one, they were shorten the first round of three games or whatever it was. They were shorten the first round of three games in the playoffs to make it more, and then you would own the, you would get to own the we summer. We used to have which, shorter. Nah, I know, I know, I agree. We we definitely used to have shorter, and they just elongated it for advertising but then you get to do you get to do it you can even keep it and i'm just saying you can shorten it but you can keep latrell sprewell paid played 39 minutes a game and he played 82 games in the season no 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 you could i think everything but what i'm saying to be is everything is on the table it wasn't even i know that that's what i'm saying i think there's a whole there's a whole piece that goes along to it and i'm really looking at the fact that and I know what you're saying, that the, the, the contracts are signed. So I, that part I get, like it doesn't matter from the NBA side. But I'm just saying I think there's just more to be had. And you and when that renegotiation comes up, I don't know what the contract lengths are, so I can't really say. But when those renegotiations come back up, you can really ask for actually even more because you can, as the second, as the second biggest sport, in the nation, you can ask for more because you can compete with baseball. You just can't compete with. Yeah, baseball. them niggas took a decade though. So the next contract, we're gonna. Be yeah, I'm not gonna say I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what the. Yeah, the they took a decade, yo. Oh, okay, 
Well, I think yeah, I think everything's over. You know, everything can be negotiated. Who know, who knows? I mean, yeah, if you want to, but if you're the NBA, why would you want to? Yeah, we. No, I agree, but we're in a new normal, so who knows what's yeah. accessible? All right, man. Fuck Lana Richie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, hold on. Do I have anything else? Hold on. I don't want to miss nothing. Oh, it's midnight, nigga. It's my birthday. I'm as old as the rest of Happy birthday to you. It's midnight on the day, you old faggot ass nigga. Nah, you old ass nigga. Salute, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Niggas take a shot or some Celery. shit like that. I, I'll do Celery. it, you know what I mean, in my mind. Celery yeah. juice, chicken ass nigga. Nah, respect, <laughs> though. You know what I mean? Nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though B was the only person to fucking last person to fucking uh celebrate his birthday. But yeah, nah, salute, salute Joe. Go mm. on uh, my IG. You can find Joe on IG. Jojo Bra oh is it Jojo Braggio Joe? Jojo Braggadocio. Braggadocio. Wish Joe a happy birthday. Oh, you know what shit. Hit us up on our own IG. Better than you pod. And wish Joe a happy birthday. I'm pretty sure he'll make a post for himself. At least mm. I would. I would. <laughs> I would. Yo, but this would be a good time when we, if we, you know, get tighter with our little segments and shit, or just take clips and just put them back up and shit, just throw some shit up. It'd be a good time for that after they get head right with this whole coronavirus locked inside shit and actually become productive. But yeah, man. No, 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 no. This is a special, um, episode i think we did i think we covered a lot and you know as joe said it is midnight and we are recording on a tuesday we gave you a lot of information as parents you ain't get no pussy though now well <laughs> we gave you a lot of information as parents we gave you a lot a lot of information from a kid's perspective of things that they may be going through that this may become hopefully becomes an important podcast that you listen to that you can say, hey, maybe there's an extra conversation you need to be having with your kid that you may not right. thought you have had. But we definitely want to shout out um, happy birthday, happy birthday to Jojo Braggadocio. You can find him on IG. You can, and if you unable to find him on IG, you can go to the Better Than You Pod on IG and find Jojo Braggadocio and wish him a happy birthday. Yo, happy birthday to Teresa Franklin. She dead and shit, but yo, she was holding it down for mad. Hi, man. Fuck Lionel Richie, man. Yeah, Lionel Richie's still alive. I guess fuck Lionel Richie and shit. Nah, because Joe got a list of niggas born on his birthday, man. We can't get into that. Lionel Richie was in the club with us last night. Joe was happy. He was hating. Nah, I just left. He just left. He was hating, man. Everybody had their ex. Fuck that shit. No doubt. But as always, you can get at us on Better Than You uh, on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. We want all the smoke for um, Ant not talking. And you can give him smoke for that. Until next week, peace. Fuck Ant was live when he was talking about the white trash, though. <laughs> Fuck Lionel Yeah, he was. Fuck S20s, yo. How about that? That's how I'm at. Hell uh, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, S20. Fuck S20s, bum ass shit. All right, now we uh,